Hey, 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 let's talk fantasy football today. This week we have a really fun and exciting episode. Um, not only am I joined by my usual co-host, the ever-beautiful and amazing Brian Hubble, but this week we also get to have the privilege of having the co-commissioner, Logan Hubble. Logan, how's it going? Uh, I am wonderful. How are you? Uh, <laughs> it was, it's been a busy day. I'm pretty tired, but uh, yeah. all things considered, doing doing well. Brian, what is what is Logan most known for in this league? <laughs> I think Logan is most known for his second place matchups or his second place uh, finishes. In 2019, 2020, 2021, we kind of have a fantasy juggernaut on our hands for this episode. So, very excited to have Logan. Uh, as I stated, co-commissioner of the league uh, has been with us essentially as, as soon as we got started. Uh, I don't know when you became co-commissioner, if you were the entire time, Logan, but if you don't mind, just a very short introduction about yourself, because this is kind of fun that we have you at the beginning of it, so we can go through matchups. We'll interview you later on, so just something pretty short for Mm -hmm. people at home. Yeah, and and I figure we'll talk about the kind of formation of the league later, but yeah, I I have been uh, co-commissioner since the beginning, but um, the one one thing I want, well, so I guess I I live in Colorado Springs now uh, for about two weeks. Um, I, before that, I uh, born and raised in in Oklahoma, and uh, I'm a city planner by trade. Um, and so, one thing I wanted to say that uh, I, I had heard in, I believe it was episode three, um, Jake said that I uh, I used to not respond to <laughs> to trade requests. Okay. Jake said I used to not respond to trade requests. I scrolled back through he and I's, through Jake and I's group me DMs. I should have known he'd have receipts. I have have never, I have never not responded to a single trade or message. Even if he just sends me some, you know, some little message, unless it's like, you know, him saying, you know, him him ending the conversation. Yeah, I'm a sweet guy. Yeah, you are a sweet guy. You're the sweetest. Who can admit when he's wrong? (laughs) 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 You you texted and said that you were you were gonna come firing. Yeah, I I, I was like, oh great, because I don't remember half the things I say anyway. No, (laughs) (laughs) that was the that was the biggest thing because I I was like I was like I don't think I've ever maybe someone else I've ignored, but I, I would never ignore Jake. Well, he's too well, sweet. He's too sweet. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Hi, I have a question for you. How long did right, it take you to scroll back through the messages? Uh, it wasn't that long. Um, I mean, because it was, it's just, it was just me and Jake. It was okay. just our, our, our personal DM. So yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't like extensive. It was, I don't know, it, but it, it, it took me, pro- yeah, it took me probably about five. It's not like if I scrolled, you know, if you scrolled through like Jake and Caden's trade talks you know that would i'm sure take hours but oh, dude, it, it, would, it would never be be never ending yeah Brian, how long did it end up taking you i was gonna ask if it was similar how long did it take you to get through all of the trades to try to count all those up the other day about about an hour or so did you do that just going through like the messages or is there a so way you what, can check on polls so what i did is i clicked polls there's a thing on the group me if you click the top right you can click polls the one thing that okay. I didn't do that was the accepted trades, not approved trades. Through uh, I, yeah, I was yeah, I was going to ask about that cause, yeah, because yeah, there's, there's some of them on there that are not, not yeah, but not at the same approved. time there were some that like whenever um, I excluded some of like Ryan and Yasha's blown trades, 
Mm-hmm. Because I counted that as one instead of like seven that they sent in one night, one time. Okay, so yeah. you were counting things that did like things that didn't go through either. Correct. Which honestly, oh, okay. we haven't. Okay. We've we've only rejected probably ten to fifteen trades. Like, yeah, I I appreciate that our group does that. I want to say I also appreciate you guys vetoing some of my early trades when I didn't understand fantasy football and how things actually <laughs> work. So, that, so one, thank you for that. Uh, two, I'm glad that I think the group as a whole kind of understands now. Uh, at least they have their own idea of player worth versus uh, pick worth. And so they can kind of get yeah. a little bit more o- open now because I feel like we're all mature enough in our like fantasy football knowledge and wisdom that we can kind of make our own decisions. So there's not quite an opportunity to veto anything unless it's like the loan thing like we talked about just now. Yeah. Which I guess we'll get onto that a little later on. But, uh, Logan, do you want to talk about your matchup? Yeah. So here we go. Really, um, really quick, Logan yeah. is honored to be the matchup of the week. We have matchups. Yeah. Everybody's fighting, fighting throughout the week. But the matchup of the week is Logan versus Ricky. So Logan hit it. All right. So yeah. So this was my my second one versus two matchup of the season. I was I was number one, and uh, Ricky was number two going into the league or going into the week. Um, and I, I'm number one in Jason's filthy pod. Ricky um, was number one in Ron and his grunts. Um, so I, uh, I I had actually lost to Easton in my previous uh, one versus two matchup. Although he has uh, since being on the pod fallen to three and three. Uh, following that that matchup, he was three and zero at the time, and I actually have another one versus two matchup next week, as I am number one still, and Yash has now ascended to the number two ranking. So that'll be be another That's fun one. Yeah, yeah I, no- uh, I noticed that that next week is going to be another one one v two. Yeah, so um, I ended up winning one sixty six to one forty four. Um, both teams were below projections, which I think you're you're actually seeing that across fantasy football right now. Um, thanks to the much lower offensive outputs in the NFL. I, uh, I saw a tweet today that said that fantasy football scores um, across the board are down 22% this year, which really? is, yeah, which is really, I mean, that's, that's yeah. kind of crazy. I found myself more bored than I have been watching football. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which, I mean, which I didn't think would happen. I also saw that people were upset that the wrong players, you know, in quotation marks, were scoring this week. Right. Oh, so yeah, that, that yeah. also led to, yeah, we keep going. Yeah. Yeah, well, and so, yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. You hear, yeah, you hear people complain about like the Broncos being on prime time and you know them being bad, which yeah, they are really bad. But me, I mean, it's, it's about me. No, not just you. No, it's yeah, me, com- all me complaining about that. No, I mean I, that's everybody. I private. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, but no, I mean it's. But I mean it's really it's 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 really everybody is is kind of down except for like a couple teams. I feel um, like it's something that like adds that is like kind of like a QB disparity. Like maybe like the top mm-hmm. seven or eight are are doing well and they're really driving their offense, but other than that, it's just kind of sad. Yeah, I, I was kind of looking into it, and um, some people think it's because of so. There's a couple reasons. One is that, um, and this is kind of a trend that's been going on the past couple years, um, but a lot of teams are now playing uh, two high safeties, like way more often. So it makes it way harder to throw the deep mm-hmm. passes unless you have a quarterback like Josh Allen or someone who can like throw it so far that they can get it past the deep safeties basically (laughs) or I mean right yeah essentially that plus that basically offensive line is just not like an attractive position for like kids to play basically 
so you don't get as many of them in the league. Um, and and that, that's 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 kind of like some theories I read today about that. But yeah, I just I kind of thought that was interesting. That's yeah, cool. that makes sense honestly. Like because the defensive end, if if you are going to play um, a alignment position, a lot of the defensive ends are the most premier athletes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean they're obviously you're lucky to make the most money on the line, but a lot of defensive ends are making a whole bunch of money too. I mean, right? I can yeah. Always, I mean, obviously, Aaron Donald is a defensive tackle, but he's also kind of a D-end also. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, I mean, J.J. But... JJ Watt, I mean, he, he was a couple mm-hmm. years ago, but think about how much money he made. I mean, one of the most yeah, famous yeah. players. I mean, Trent Williams is the high, or the best left tackle right now. And God, Brian he, loves yeah, IDP so right. much. Your average person doesn't even me. know. Yeah, your average person doesn't even know who Trent Williams is. Like, Do you know Trent Williams, Jake? You know for a fact I don't know Trent Williams. <laughs> well, so he's an he's an <laughs> offensive lineman. He went to OU. He's like one of the best in the league right now. But he's the uh, first. He's I think he's the first ever offensive lineman to be rated ninety nine. Yes. Man. Yes. <laughs> wow, that's actually that that is kind of cool. Uh, right. I'm not a big IDP guy in the respect of that, but good well, it's it's I O P individual yeah, offensive the, player. Yeah, I O L. Yeah, uh, the, the league's gonna evolve, isn't it? I yeah, I wish I I I thought. I've thought I spent a lot of time thinking about how we could possibly add punters and offensive linemen to to, uh, to fantasy. I'd really I'd really like to get all the positions in there. Especially if you could figure out, are you an individual offensive lineman or like a team offensive lineman? Um, well, you know, I mean, team would be okay, but I'd really like indi- individual. I think that'd be funny. But like, <laughs> like if they ran on your side of the line, you get like yeah, or, or, or yeah, yards. yeah, for every pancake block or whatever. I mean, there's just not enough. <laughs> there's not enough stats though. There's just not enough stats for them. All right, let's. Get but back anyway, on yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry about that. So, um, yeah, so on mine, the uh, so the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs stat carried my team yet again to the victory. Um, I don't know what I would do without them. Um. Tyreek Hill uh, continued to flash despite the uh, quarterback injuries in Miami. I think he scored like 29 points, uh, 28 points, um, and that, which I think is, is it's honestly kind of impressive what he's doing. It's kind of going under the radar, I feel like. People aren't really talking about it, but it's – he's I mean, he's doing very well in considering like – I mean, Skylar Thompson was his quarterback for half the game, and then Skylar Thompson got injured and they put someone else in. <laughs> like, I just, it's, it's really impressive what he's doing. I'm surprised it's going on the radar, too, because I was – I've obviously checked your team out every single week, and maybe it's because of the concussion protocol thing that's kind of looming over Miami and not necessarily like their yeah. outfit. And mm-hmm. Waddle's kind of – Waddle's kind of getting left out a little bit. And so, mm-hmm. like, the dynamic duo of the two of them is kind of getting overshadowed potentially. Yeah. But like I, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. Hills, I mean, he's doing something special there right now. Right, like this was twenty eight points, and he didn't even have a uh, a receiving touchdown. <laughs> that was that's all yards and uh, receptions and first downs. Mm-hmm. So you know that's pretty crazy. Um, I uh, so let's see. So I started Aaron Jones, Daryl Henderson, and Jeff Wilson Jr., um, which basically was the worst three players I could have started. Um, if I had started, if I had started CD Lamb, Zeke, and Deion Jackson, I would have scored thirty-five point three more points. I uh, was a little surprised to see that you didn't start Deion Jackson since you picked. Well, him up. I picked him up right. At, yeah, I picked him up like day of because I was just like I was. I don't know. I was just kind of like looking at the app and 
saw him and I was uh, like, I was like, oh, he's projected a bunch. And I was like, oh, he's, you know, the, the basically, I, so, I mean, we can talk about more about my, you know, my team uh, philosophy yeah. later, but one of my, one of my things I do is I, I pick up basically as many handcuffs as I can. And so, and I saw him and I was like, and I was like, okay, well, that's, I mean, <laughs> I, I'd rather have Jonathan. I think I dropped the Daryl Williams, who is like the third running back in, uh, in Arizona. So, I, you know, I kind of, I saw so I was like, okay, well, I'd rather have, you know, Jonathan Taylor's backup than, than the third running back for mm. uh, James Conner. So, um, no, yeah, so, but yeah, no, and then I, but I didn't play him because I, I don't know. I have all these running backs who are kind of, it's kind of a crapshoot for me. Um, I understand why you didn't start him over, like, literally all of them, Logan. Aaron Jones, potentially, you know. Everybody yeah, said it's, this he was going to get so many receiving yards that's not really happening because Green Bay's yeah. offense is kind of stagnant. Daryl Henderson is literally uh, the number one running back currently with in LA, especially mm-hmm. with uh, Cam Akers, kind of whatever that issue is going on. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then same thing with Jeff Wilson Jr. I mean, he went off last week. So, like, I, yeah. I get why you did what you did with your running back. Right. It just was yeah, kind of a down week. No, yeah. And so, it's, so Zeke, who I benched, He's. I know you guys talked. I know a couple weeks ago when you were analyzing that matchup. You talked about how uh, you would have started Zeke over Jeff Wilson Jr. that that week. So the, this week and that week were the only two weeks that I started Jeff Wilson Jr. over Zeke. <laughs> and both of those weeks were like the only Zeke's only two good weeks of the season. The two weeks I benched him. Like I, hey, me, uh, me and Brian just know, man. No, it makes me so <laughs> mad. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like Zeke scoring that more. I was a little surprised about you not starting C.D. Lamb over Jeff Wilson today. Yeah, that one. Week. Well, he only scored twelve point seven though. So I, yeah, it's Jeff, not like he scored that much. Right. Well, Jeff Wilson Jr. I think he had a fumble like really early on, and then basically they didn't. They kind of wrote him out of the game plan from that point on. So I'm yeah, I don't know. Well, it's all to see about him going forward. But um, I guess moving on the uh, so then. Uh, Mark Andrews, he, you know, continues to play amazingly for me. And, you know, we'll talk about uh, Ricky signage here in a moment. But um, and then Tom Brady, uh, he continues to disappoint me, although, I, you know, I hope mm. that he can he can turn it around. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Do you think his success is more tied to Gronk? Than <sighs> no. People like to admit. No, I really I really don't. I mean, I I, I think Gronk certainly helps, but I, I think that I don't know what it is. I. He does I have know, a lot of factors going on in his life outside. Yeah, yeah, right. The divorce and everything. Do you guys see the thing about how uh, Giselle is like a witch? And and did you, did you guys see yeah. that? Yeah. No, so it was, no. it was basically this. Yeah. So this article about I think it was when they were this. This article is like from when they were married. But basically that she would uh, like always like do all these little like cat like at home she would cast all these little spells and stuff and then. Every time she'd like go to all of his games and like at the game she would build a little shrine for him that, that like, was supposed to like make him play better. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to look into this. Yeah, so I'm I saw, look into this. Yeah, so people were like saying that uh, you know, yeah, so that basically that yeah, another divorce thing. He doesn't have the uh, the black magic behind him anymore. And <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> I've only heard like one like thing of examples on this or whatever, but I mean, I'm I'm bought in already, Logan. Right, I, yeah, think exactly. that, I think that's what's going down. Yeah, why not? It makes as much. I mean, well, I mean, Aaron, so Aaron Rodgers, his, his failures are much more explainable because it's like, well, they don't have any good receivers right now, and yeah. also he kind of seems like he hates football. So, like, <laughs> his is pretty easy. But then, but like Brady, it's. I mean, I guess he's. I mean, obviously he's old, but it's like 
I don't know. It just it seems like it's more than that. I don't know. Well, Especially you, after you, you gotta forget his... about Aaron Rodgers and his drugs. Well, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it makes him yeah. it makes him play better. But look, that's, that's true, the yeah. disparity from him playing this year compared to last year with how well he played last year. I think that's what's taking him like the world by storm mm-hmm. right now, or catching yeah. everybody off guard. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, who loses uh, to Kenny Pickett? A backup, yeah, and then a backup. No, exactly. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, all right. So I guess moving on to uh, to Ricky's team. Um, so he so uh, his his starting quarterback was Russell Wilson. Only scored fourteen points. Um, Russell Wilson's struggles this season have really uh, lowered the ceiling for Ricky's team, at least so far. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he's still 4-2 and two with the second most points scored in the league, but uh, I think it would really help him if um, if Russ would start cooking. Uh, you know, pardon the phrase. Um, <laughs> the uh, But otherwise, um, he kind of had an unlucky week with uh, Devontae Adams' Adams's bye, forcing him to move uh, Mike Evans to the wide receiver two spot, and um, which then made him start Eno Benjamin in his flex position. Mm-hmm. Um he would have had an additional 10 points if he had started Alan Lazard over Mike Evans. But, um, I mean, fr- frankly, no one's going to make that move. And it, it wouldn't have made a difference in the score even if he had. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, Joe, so Joe Mixon continued to produce uh, with 18 points. Um, Najee Harris continued his unfortunate season on the uh, terrible Steelers offense. I mean, he had, he had almost 13 points. But, I mean, you know, he was drafted as a, you know, borderline – top five wide, uh, running back, I believe, you know, five or six. And he just, ha- ha- you know, has not produced as that to mm-hmm. this point. At least into the first round. Uh, yeah, like yeah. Running back at that caliber. Yeah, just yeah, because he, of the sheer volume from last year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, the uh, and then so, so I buried the lead a little bit here. But this game consisted of the uh, tight end matchup of the century with Mark Andrews on my team and Travis Kelsey on Ricky's team. Um. Andrews outdueled Kelsey by about five points, although uh, Kelsey, of course, still produced scoring 18. Mm-hmm. Um, How does it feel to have that tight end advantage almost every single week? It is. It's. It's. I mean, I'll be honest. It's nice. I and you know, and so I, well, we might talk about that when we talk about my favorite trades later. But uh-huh. I, uh, you know, I that I, I. It's. It's. It since I got Mark Andrews, it, it has been really nice. I really. So I'm not usually someone who. Whenever I'm doing like uh, you know redraft fantasy, I don't usually value the tight end position all that much. I usually, if I, I, I don't know, I I'm not usually I don't usually want to spend for one of the top ones, um, and then I don't usually think it's worth it to get one of the middle range ones. So I'll usually try to find you know, like I'll maybe draft a couple potential sleepers near the end, like you know, kind of kind of late. Like I'll draft yeah, you know you some guys I like, position. right? And so and just hope that one of them works out. But so. I'm not used to having like a, a good tight end and it's like really nice. It's, it's interesting. Cause you know, when I look at these teams, I'm like, Oh, these other teams are like way better than mine. Like, uh, you know, Yacht's team is, is really good or whatever, but he doesn't have a good tight end and that. And then like, you know, so the potential, you know, 10 extra points that Mark Andrews gives me every week is actually, you know, huge, mm-hmm. you know, cause I mean that, you know, whatever. And I mean, that's, you know, the difference uh, t- between 10 or more, especially this year. Right. Yeah. So it's like, that's the difference between, you know, Stefan Diggs and I don't know, like I can't even think of it. I mean, just whatever garbage wide receiver you want to throw out there. Like it's, I mean, it's just a, 
you know, so just some average receiver. It's it's, it's mm-hmm. such a such a huge difference. Um, but yeah, so it's, it is it is really nice. Um, he, uh, I guess, and then so I guess uh, you know, last note for this, um, the defensive players weren't great for either team. Um, you know, I think I think only one of he had Michael Parsons who scored slightly over projection. Other than that, everyone scored under projection. I stupidly did not start. Um, Miles Garrett, who scored 14 points. I started instead. I started uh, Grady Jarrett, who scored it, scored 2.5. So, yeah, I was, was very uh, interested in that. Is, was well, specific... well, if you looked at, well, forget? if you looked at his, no, if you looked at Miles Garrett's projections, he wasn't projected very much. So I kind of was like, okay, well, maybe they know something that, like, you know, because I mean, he got in that car crash, and so he missed a week or what, a week yeah. or two, and so I was like, well, maybe they know that he. Uh, you know, is, is, you know, maybe not going to play a ton of snaps or something. So I was like, yeah, I just won't take the risk. Um, but I should have done it. He's, he's such a game changer. He can, he'll, you know, force a fumble or something every other week. So mm-hmm. I, I, I definitely should have played him, but you know, he, he still won though. At the yeah. End, he still won. So right. Exactly. No. Yeah. I'm not being, yeah, I'm not beating myself up about it, but it was, yeah. But no, anyway, so that's, no, you <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Beat yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so that was the uh, matchup of the week. Me beating Ricky, one sixty six to uh, one forty four. What a great matchup! A great matchup. Um, well, I will take over Caden and Yasha's matchup, and I was pretty proud of Caden. Honestly, he only lost by twenty points to Yash. Caden um, took a one hundred thirty six to one hundred fifty seven point loss, so I guess twenty one points. But in reality, Zach Wilson just. He just crapped the bed for Caden. If you go through the line, Zach Wilson's going 4.5. Brandon Ayuk had a coming out party with 27. Did either of you all see that coming? Yeah. yeah, No, well, okay, so I actually did uh, a few weeks ago. I asked Caden about – I wanted Brandon Ayuk, and he basically said – he he said he would take, take, take Tank Bigsby for him, um, you know, one of my dev picks, and I, I – Kind of thought about it. I ended up never getting back to Caden. That's like probably the one person I've ever not responded to. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I it, so it comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so like I said, I've I've probably done it to other people, but never you, Jokes. Uh, but <laughs> I uh, no, but so I, but yeah, so I texted him about it. Now I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't make that trade. But I was going to say that I know on, on when you guys had Caden on, he mentioned specifically mentioned that IU had been a disappointment this year. And then immediately, like, you know, four days later, he <laughs> goes off for 27 points, two touchdowns, yeah. whatever he had. He did, <laughs> he did something similar last year, too, where he didn't have a very good start to the year. I know mm-hmm. he was kind of coming off an injury, and they always say he was in the doghouse or whatever. But yeah. Ayuk I, I, has his, – his overall stats in terms of, like, his overall athletic ability are really good. Like, he, oh, yeah. he, he is an incredible athlete. Uh, so, it's – I think if he had better quarterback play, he's also a little overshadowed by Debo because that offense mm-hmm. is not a very high-scoring offense, and they tend to try to funnel the ball through him. So, I mean, Ayuk's good. Ayuk is solid. If he had a better quarterback, which we could probably say about half the receivers in the league, uh, I would I want to say we're going to see 27 points every week, but, I mean, yeah. it would be definitely better than his projection of 10. Yeah, I, I, think that, I also like Ayuk. Yeah, I think that this year he – or not this year, this, this week, I think um, I think he was helped. By the fact that uh, uh, that Debo Samuel play, uh, you know, will will take all those uh, those carries, because I think that basically 
yeah, know, so when Je- well, yeah. So when Jeff, I think Jeff Wilson Jr. fumbled, and so then they were like, okay, we're gonna have Debo take more carries than he normally would. So then that took him, you know, made him not be as much of a receiver, and then that yeah, let. Uh, I mean, it, it takes him out of the passing game. I mean, when mm-hmm. when he goes on a run like that, they take him out. They're, next passing play, Debo's not out there. So it's like, yeah. also, did you guys see the freaking sick route he did for one of his touchdowns where he just dropped yeah. the defender? I don't even know. I don't know football well enough to understand the type of route that he ran, but it was awesome. <laughs> it was it was just really cool to watch. I'll see if I can find it and send it to you guys later. But okay. I, either way, it, if you're Caden and you see that, it, it's very encouraging. So I'm going to uh, let you all in on a little uh, trade secret that me and Caden had to discuss a couple weeks ago. So after two weeks, me and uh, Caden were talking about a trade. I don't even remember who I was giving up. But he asked if I was interested in Alec Pierce. I told him I will never trade for a short white dude. <laughs> <laughs> he has scored double-digit points every week since. Wow. Uh, Rats, he, he, he went 9.1, 11.5, 14.6, and 13.4. He is really proving me wrong that yeah. maybe the white people can do it. Don't you just hate when that happens? Whenever you say no to a trade, and you freaking wish you would have made it. Yeah, <laughs> like I told him exactly. I was like, I have a strict rule for my team. I remember uh, telling him, and he was uh, teaching in the class, and he said he started laughing out loud when you read the text. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, I wanted to make a little comment that I messed up last week. C.J. Gardner Johnson is not Sauce Gardner. <laughs> yeah, we we have realized that uh, watching the uh, Eagles and Cowboys okay. play Sunday night, um, realizing that it was a different Gardner. I just assumed there was only one defensive back Gardner, I guess. No. But apparently there's two, one for the Eagles, and he did a solid 12.25 points this week. Well, how embarrassing for you. I know. I'm, I have I'm, proud of you. I'm proud of you for you writing it yourself. Did you Did you mention it on your own accord because you wanted to, or you knew I was going to come in hot whenever you went through IDP to make fun of you? Oh, I knew it was coming, so I might as well make fun of myself. That's good. <laughs> good for you. Wise. But I guess <laughs> – Sauce Gardner. But I guess we'll go to um... – Yasha's team, Justin Herbert had a horrible night. I really didn't expect that. I mean, 9.4 points against Denver, obviously his lowest out point of the season. It's not like Denver's – I mean, they have a good defense, but I figured with the way Denver's playing in the offense right now, they would get a lot of possessions and he could run up the score. So I was pretty surprised by that. Pittman did had you, a solid 24. Go ahead. Uh, did, thank you, Brian. Did you guys see the thing of, like, it was some betting app that uh, – Justin Herbert had scored a touchdown in like 33 straight yes. games or something crazy like that. And so yeah. I don't remember what the overall was because I saw was, it today while I was at work. But Yeah, no, but. so yeah, it was, it was, he had scored a touchdown and he scored a passing touchdown in 30 straight games and 36 out of 37 games in his career. And FanDuel, or maybe it was DraftKings, one of the, one of the two, had taken, had done, I guess they do things called like boosted props where they take it from being like, so it was like, uh, minus 800 um or sorry sorry yeah yeah minus 800 where you know so you have to bet 800 to win 100 it's you know not a great bet because obviously he's going to score a passing touchdown Uh they've taken it down to minus 100 so it's even odds (laughs) for him to score a passing touchdown so everyone thought okay obviously he's going to do it a ton of people bet like the max they could which i guess they limited on that so and it depends on the person, but some people are only allowed to bet 10 on that. Some people 25. 
some people up to a hundred. Um, and, but like a ton of people bet, you know, their max on that and then lost. And I saw people saying that like, they're glad that uh, DraftKings or FanDuel or whatever has that, that cap on that, on those types of bets, because it, you know, they like people were saying they would have bet, you know, a thousand dollars on that. They would have sold their home for it. Right. Cause well, it seems was... like the, the easiest money in the world. And yeah, then it's a guarantee. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. I thought that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. See, one thing I found interesting was how many teams in this league would be able to sit Alvin Kamara as Josh did this week? <laughs> Only Josh. Only yeah. Josh can physically do that. And he's freaking sitting Alvin Kamara with not playing a quarterback. It's in his yeah. – he's, he's playing another running back in his super flex position on top of starting a running back in his other flex position. Uh, I'm Based on some of the guys, some of the running backs I – have sat this week. I don't know. I I could probably find a way to do it. Not, not because I would need to. Just, <laughs> just you know, just 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 to do it. Just because I'd somehow talk myself into it. Yeah, I mean, going down here, I think Caden had a really solid week, especially on his bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel Jones scored fourteen. Nothing crazy, but Josh Palmer fourteen. Chase Claypool twenty three. Uh, which we just talked about that in the pod last week about mm-hmm. how I uh, wanted to trade for him. Cade never got back to me a little depressed about it, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> no, it's a running theme. We're just throwing everybody on the bus. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, Paris Gamble, 17. Kind of a out-of-nowhere game. I mean, he hasn't done anything the last two years, three years. Kind of been. And then Tyquan Thornton for Yash scoring 21 points. I mean, that was that was a great, uh, great play for him. Obviously, he was on this bench, but it was a good pickup. Especially for a second mm-hmm. game back. Yeah, my uh, my new landlord is a big Patriots fan, and he, which I had not met him. I saw his picture. He looked like just this like he's he's a realtor, and he has like he's like balding, and he just kind of looked like just a real you know just he looked like a, I thought he was gonna be you know just some you know middle aged just like kind of regular nerdy guy. He came over, and he's just like the most talkative laid back just coolest guy one of, you know just like i've ever mm-hmm. met he's and I, I was very shocked but he he was here he's talking about the uh he, i guess his favorite team is the patriots and he was talking about how he's he has super high hopes for taekwon thornton and this was before this game so oh. i guess i guess patriots fans are, are you know well aware of him apparently but <laughs> i i was not well it's either him or jacoby myers right see yeah. i i actually have taekwon thornton in my 16 team work league but obviously it's just a flyer at that point that I yeah. was able to put on the IR. I think they drafted him like the second round. Mm. Maybe third. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Yash also had Amonra on by this week, which was oh, yeah. Yeah. But, and then obviously Keenan Allen hurt. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess last thing before we move on to the next matchup, uh, Albert O, did you say he was a healthy scratch? I did. I Yeah. I uh, fantasy Twitter went nuts about that, Brian. About everybody thinking he was potentially, you know, I guess it's pretty easy to be a tight end one, considering there's only like two that actually are, and everybody else is kind of filters in this weird little middle ground. But healthy scratch, and then uh, a, a other good looking gentleman by name rhymes with uh, Rogan Bubble. He <laughs> happened to have Greg Dulcich on his team, and yeah. I was surprised you didn't bring him up during your team review. Yeah, during, well, during yeah, yeah, I was going to, well, I, we were going to talk about my whole team later, so I was going to talk about that, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, um, I, you know, I didn't talk about my bench too much, but I, yeah, I, I yeah, I was, uh, I don't know, Happy. I, 
Yeah, I was very happy. I, you know, I drafted him, I think in the second round. So he was, uh, you know, it wasn't, he wasn't like a third round flyer. It was, it was, you know, a player that I, I had kind mm-hmm. of some, some actual hopes for. So, um, Brian, does that just make your, good. Brian, does that make your 20, like 2050 second round pick that much sweeter? Yeah, I'm feeling really good about it. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Richie James is looking great right now. <laughs> right on the waiver wire. Yeah. <laughs> did you do that matchup wrapped up, Brian? You can go on to the true matchup of the week next. Okay, the premier <laughs> the premier matchup of the week was Ron and Jason. They both were hit pretty hard with injuries and bye week so like ron had olave and jacobs out to buy connor penny uh watson chanel out on injuries jason goff and hawkinson out on bye and injuries unfortunately javante williams Jahan Dotson, michael thomas carson Wentz, who got injured in the second quarter of the game this week so uh, a pretty rough matchup for both of them thankfully they were going against each other two teams that were pretty stricken with bye weeks and injuries um Jason ended up pulling it out super close, 96.6 to 90.5 on Ron's team. Uh, it's kind of hard to have a discussion about these matchups whenever it's they're not very high scoring. Um, for Ron, Adam Thielen, he, something you can count on uh, with Adam Thielen, death taxes and him scoring a touchdown. 36 yards, he got a touchdown to his name. Garrett Wilson uh, was, has been a very promising rookie this year. Didn't really flash last game, but that's what happens when your quarterback only has like 112 yard, total yards. So uh, Jimmy Garoppolo above projections at 19.9 points. So that was good to see for him. Almost 300 passing yards, two passing touchdowns. Uh, other than that, he's, there wasn't a whole lot for Ron's team. Um, on his bench, he did have Allen Robinson. 63 yards and a touchdown for 17 points. Uh he basically just kind of had that fade route in the end zone from what I saw. Uh, it's reassuring for Ron that he has an older player who potentially is getting more incorpor- like incorporated in the offense again. Uh, we'll see if he tries to make a move with that and maybe sells him to a, a team that needs wide receiver depth, especially during this time where bye weeks are starting to stack up. He's got to know who Allen Robinson is at first. That's the first <laughs> I, he, I get I, – that he knows for me. He traded for Allen Robinson. That's true. That was when well, he was on the Bears. I don't know if he knows he switched mm-hmm. teams. Well, I I need to check in on Ron's commitment this league, to be honest. We gotta we gotta we gotta he, see we gotta we gotta do a pulse check. I bet he cares more than he lets on. He's mentioned multiple times to Brian and I that he and to Easton that he uh he would like to eventually sell his team, and every time we tell him he can't, he's not allowed. <laughs> 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 so. Well, never mind. Never mind. I, I, don't, I no longer question his commitment. I think I, I told Brian I was – for some reason, I love Kadarius Tony. Every now and then I'll find yeah. a player that I love for no reason. Jameis Winston's one of them. Uh, Kadarius Tony's the other. I don't really want Kadarius Tony anymore anyways, but Ron is such a – tough negotiator when it comes to like things he'll just he's he settles for and he's not willing to move past it and so we tried to negotiate and he didn't ever message me back like i i said something and he's like i'm done messing with jake, jake it's, it's, it's it's worthless which granted it was so it's he, probably he it's, it's probably i did i probably did whenever i traded him Kadarius tony last year i probably did too good of a job of like selling him on Kadarius tony so now he has this like inflated sense of how good Kadarius Tony is. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm too good. I'm too good of a salesman. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for Jason's team, I'll run through it pretty quick. Uh, I need to go back on what I said. I didn't realize Jalen Waddle had such a good game. I didn't realize he had 130 yards. He did uh-huh. lose a fumble, but he still got 15 points. So, I mean, how many how many uh, passing yards did – I just lost his name. Skyler Thompson, and then there was the other. Right? Teddy Skyler, Bridgewater. Skyler, yeah, hey, oh, Bridgewater. yeah, Bridgewater. Yeah, yeah I mean, Teddy Bridgewater must... had 329 passing yards. Okay, that makes way more sense. I didn't realize – I didn't watch the game. I just knew the previous game was kind of rough, especially with two of being out. But uh, I didn't realize that he went off so well. So good job for Jill Waddle. Apparently he's still scoring well. Got 15 points above projections by one. Uh, Mike Gesicki. Okay, guys, I'm just wrong about the Dolphins offense, apparently. Two receiving touchdowns, 69 yards, 25 points. And the man cannot do – is it called the gritty? Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> the man cannot do it. Did you guys see Twitter at all with the exchanges that were that happened on that? Yeah. yeah, I think I'm too old to fully uh, be able to rate things. No, right? definitely. Yeah, this is like we uh, we should have Easton call in like solely for this segment because I know he, <laughs> I know he, I know he has an opinion about it. It's it's pretty rough. I've seen some people who can do it. And we're like, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. I kind of like Mike Gesicki's version of it because it's it's his own thing. And it's, yeah, it's so white. It's just it's just <laughs> funny. Like it's and he's so bought into it. He's bought into the how bad it is. But I, I ah. It was a Jamar Chase. I think Jamar Chase was like, man, that ain't it. That's rough. And he yeah. said, I'm done. I'm done from now on. I'm not going to do it anymore. So <laughs> I love that he knows where he's at. So those were the two the two guys that really highlighted his, the guys who played this week. But then Juju Smith-Schuster decided, you know what? I'm, I've heard all the crap jicks talking about me to Caden on the side. I'm going to have a great game. So we had 113 yards and receiving touchdown for 22 points. Uh I don't know what to think about that. I don't think that's going to be something that's consistent with Juju, especially with how much Kansas City shares the ball uh, on their team. So I, would, I think he'll he'll have these spotty weeks for every now and then he'll go off. But for the most part, I have a feeling it'll be kind of what we've seen from Juju throughout this year. Yeah, I, I going to his bench, I really like Jahan Dotson. I just hope he gets a little healthy and see how he hopefully continues to grow. But with mm-hmm. the commanders, I was kind of thinking the same, like, I don't know. I feel like so many receivers have gone there and it's never flourished. Uh-huh. I mean, I can only really think of uh, Terry McLaurin because yeah. I haven't really been paying attention to the commanders for very long. But I, I like Dotson a lot. I think he's going to be good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just scared about the commanders because even no. like Antonio Gibson's falling off. Well, yeah, and that's not even – that's not his fault. That's – I mean, they basically refuse to play. They – they would only, even though he was a college receiver, they won't play him on like third downs. They won't play him yeah. on 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 passing downs. It may, like it makes no sense. They'll only run run with him. They won't pass him the ball. Yeah, I think uh, Jason currently has the most players on IR though in our league. Oh, five. For, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, he's been stricken with injuries. I I feel bad because it's just so hard to enjoy fantasy football when mm-hmm. you can't put just the. I understand. Like I want to say he's trying to tank and like, like whenever you have a rough lineup and you know it's gonna be about another year or two before you're really competing again it's already hard to want to check everything out and look into it injuries on top of that it can make the season kind of brutal so i hope he's still finding ways to enjoy it i mean he started a player who was projected zero points well we need to we need to do a pulse check on date jason make sure he's still alive <laughs> but I am looking at his running backs of who else he would have started. I guess Alexander Madison or 
JD McKissick. And if so, I guess he would have only gotten like 2.5, 2.6 by P. Ryan. So nothing crazy different. Uh, I, I bet he's still kicking in this league. I guarantee Caden's tried to touch base on Javante Williams with him. So I I bet he's still paying attention. It's just, but it's yeah. hard. It's it's hard whenever your team's yeah. all injured. No, he's definitely paying attention. He, well, he, he told me he thought he was going to be able to like compete this year, which I told him, like, no, you're not. But he, because uh, I mean, you know, his, yeah, no, his team, I mean, his team's not quite there. I think it, it could be soon. Um, I thought the so, Aaron Rodgers trade pushed him over the top. Yeah, well, yeah, I think Aaron. I, I, yeah, I like, I liked your side of the trade for it uh, long term. He, he, he told me that you told him no. And yeah, I told him. And I was, I was like, I yeah, was, that dude. I was so mad. He because well, I well because he's you know him and East, and I kind of help both of them. I help Easton more than I do Jason, just because Jason's a grown man. Um, <laughs> himself, but... <laughs> um, but so is Easton not a grown man? No, by no means. <laughs> but so, but yeah, like well, I knew. So I was texting. He was. I was texting about it, and I knew he was like had was like drinking. And so, like, I knew oh, I it was just, he was drinking. Yes. I feel bad now. Oh. Yeah, he was like, the next morning, he was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I was, telling, I was like, Jason, don't. Like, this is not, like, and he was like, I think Aaron Rodgers could play for, you know, I think he could play for another, you know, 10 years. Like, he that could be like great. He that is be, a great Jason He could be like way, Brady. No, thanks, yeah. <laughs> he was like, he could be like Brady. And I was, you know, I was like, well, personally, I think this, He's much more likely to randomly retire after this season or something, but you know, whatever. He's uh, he's stuck with him now. So, <laughs> but but anyway, yeah. I uh, he he before this season he was very, uh, or I guess early in the season he was he really thought he he had a chance. Um, and I, I he's do three think three and three. No, his team is and his team is is decent. I think that um, Antonio Gibson lo- losing the job really hurt him. And uh, Cam Akers was, and you know, whatever happened, you know, we kind of talked about it, but whatever's happening with Cam Akers is really hurting him as well. And then now, and Javante Williams' injury, so he's he's just he's getting really unlucky in general. Uh, I don't want to put his team down. I think if you know, bearing injuries and Cam Akers does make the comeback that I think a lot of analysts thought he was going to make, at least what Jason thought was going to happen. He definitely would have been a team that would have snuck into the playoffs or yeah. a strong five or six. And, you know, in playoffs, anything can happen. We saw it happen with Josh last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, miracles not, – not miracles. I don't want me to say it like that way. But, you know, things can happen. And so, you know, he might have had a chance, but you're right. Yeah. It's not a team that you're like, okay, you're for sure top four. Right. You're you're moving forward, especially with the whole pod thing we're doing right now. Things are a yeah. little more difficult. So, yeah. Yeah, I guess right. I'll go on to the – Next matchup with uh, it'll be a pretty fast one since I lost to Ryan 114. <laughs> it's it's quick because you lost. <laughs> it'll be because it's, but then I'm looking looking at the scores here, and I'm realizing that my defensive players probably got me about 30 percent of my points of this week. week. Because uh, they got about 30 and scored 115. I mean that's. Not exactly thirty. It's probably more like twenty percent, but still. I mean, mm-hmm. when your defensive players are your highlight of the your team, it's going to be pretty sad. Especially with Kyler Murray only scoring eighteen, Chris Godwin fourteen, Kenneth Walker, who I just traded, was my highest score at twenty point five, uh, which we'll get to later on. We'll ask Logan for his grade. Tyler Lockett had a bad week. Mike Boone carried the ball one time, maybe. 
<laughs> no, he actually didn't. He actually got a uh, yeah carried the ball once for a combined four yards. Goddard has his worst game of the season, and obviously Ryan mm-hmm. had a couple big weeks weeks with Jamar Chase, Matt Ryan coming back from the dead, Austin Eckler doing his normal self. George Kittle had a great week with 17 points. And obviously, uh, time. R- Ryan had a couple buys with Darren Wallard, uh, Derek Carr, Jonathan Taylor out, and obviously Trey Lance on IR. But in reality, there was nothing special really here except except for Kenyon Drake scored 23 points. That was, uh, that was a shock. But I guess with uh, J.K. Dobbins uh, not playing much, someone has to take over the carries. Yeah. Because I have J.K., I know that he was out basically after the first quarter. Yeah. But Kenyon Drake took over, and he took full advantage of his opportunities, and he looked he looked really good. Yep. So I guess we'll go to the match next match if you want to take over, Logan. Yeah. Oh, so... Brian, you didn't give the, you didn't give this one any time of day. You said screw this. <laughs> <laughs> you said screw this matchup. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing special. Nothing special. I lost, I, mean, I, lost... My, I lost my 40. <laughs> Screw this. I don't want anybody to hear about this one. <laughs> 45. I don't want to lose. I don't want to play <laughs> anymore. All right. <laughs> Sorry, Brad. I, I, I think uh, we should do a fancy deep dive on my team the next couple weeks just because with all my picks incoming the next couple of years so we can actually, yeah. like, analyze it. No, I, I, want you to, I want you to trade away more of your players even more picks. And then it'll be the quickest show that tried. we've ever had. I, we'll just talk about picks. I tried to trade today. He said no. Tried to tell, trade Odell for what today? Uh, just I tried to trade him to Chris today, and he said, I have no oh, okay. interest. No, you're good. I thought you said for a first. And I was like, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, I no, love I it, Brian. Jake trades. You got to avoid it. I don't think <laughs> he's worth a first. I don't think he's worth a first, but I don't think he's worth one second, though, because I do think he's going to come back and have a good good start. Um, obviously, because I, but... I think a bunch of teams want him, so I think they'll make sure he's a focal point. Mm-hmm. But anyways, next oh, matchup, Logan. Yeah, so uh, this one was uh, Chris versus Keegan. Um, this was a uh, an intrapod matchup between the two leaders of Jake's Jumping Beans. Um, which, of course, also contains the hosts of this podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, the two at the bottom of Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Chris absolutely smashed Keegan in this one, 147 to 85. That is a 62-point margin of victory. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris has a very solid team, so I guess it shouldn't be a big shock that he won this one, um, even though he did have his best running back, DeAndre Swift, on a bye. And uh, and actually, b- both teams' best running backs were on a bye week uh, because Keegan had to sit uh, Derrick Henry. Um, Kyle Pitts finally scored a touchdown for Chris, um, but he was on his bench in favor of uh, Tyler Higby. And uh, which I mean, I I I looked at the project. They were they had Tyler Higby projected for more than Kyle Pitts. I uh, to be honest, I probably would have still. I don't know. I feel like when you have a player like. Kyle Pitts, you still you still start him. You have to. The projections aren't great, but you know, I, I you know, I don't blame them for going with the projections. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh Chris also had Joe Burrow, who uh 
returned to the uh, Mercedes-Benz Superdome for, I believe, the first time since he won the 2020 National Championship. Mm-hmm. And uh, he played extremely well, as, as he does in the state of Louisiana. Um, on the other side, um, Keegan is dealing with injuries to uh, both Dua and Traylon Burks. So that definitely hurt him. Um, Wandale Robinson was on Keegan's bench, who I uh, who I believe was I, – I, Keegan drafted him this year. Do you all remember what, what round he I, drafted him? I traded him to Keegan. Oh, you traded. Okay. Uh huh. Okay, he was okay. a he was a second rounder for me. Okay, second rounder. Okay. Um, but yeah, so he scored a touchdown on Keegan's bench. Um, his playing time definitely seems to be uh, increasing on the Giants. What you what you trade him for? That was my trade to get Dak. Uh, uh, I, okay. I did. I think it was at the time. Tua, Wondell Robinson, uh, Christian Watson, and. Maybe something else on top of it for basically Dak Prescott. Okay, I see. At the time, uh, before Tua decided, right? Uh, yeah, it was it was a good trade. Yeah, I, 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 think I for myself. And yeah, I, just kind of downhill. I still think that's probably a good trade for you. Um, if Dak comes back, just you know, and, and regains, you know, plays as well as we know he can, because he uh-huh. still has the the running upside that yeah, Tua doesn't the, really have. No, at the time I was trying to get myself just a top ten quarterback. Yeah, and nobody obviously like when that top seven or eight is giving anybody up at the time. I'm really glad Ricky didn't trade me Russell because I tried to get Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, uh, so that, that's looking great that he said no to that. But uh, Dak was kind of the only option I could get that I would be paying up for for Dy- like I want to say in like dynasty rankings, he was like the ninth overall quarterback mm-hmm. you could, uh, in terms of rankings, and two was closer to like 15 or 16. Nice. And so I was yeah, so I was I made that trade and. At the time, it seemed like it was good, giving up the pieces I did. But now, I mean, things kind of changed. We'll just kind of see what Tua's injury history looks like. But also, Dak is not the most um, resilient to injuries either. So, either way, it, it could yeah. be a toss-up. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I have uh, one final note on Keegan's team. I uh, This is just, just my opinion. I, I, I think he needs to decide if he wants to contend or tank. Um his his team. I know he's four and two right now, but when you look at the roster, it it really doesn't look like a championship contender. Um, you know, he has some he has some decent veterans that could definitely get him some draft capital if he decided to tank. Um, but then he also has some good players that if he wanted to go the other way and trade away some some future draft capital and get some some more you know some current players that could help him, I think that could work too. Um, you know his his players aren't getting any younger. He's Derrick Henry is twenty eight. He's going to be twenty nine, I think, at the end of the season. Um, I th- I just think he probably needs to make some moves in one direction or the other. I uh, he's kind of he's kind of one of the few teams that's really stuck in the middle right now. Um, and so I, I and you know in in most sports I think the middle is kind of the place you really don't want to be. Correct. I kind of I don't want to say it was my fault because me and Keegan were talking trade for a little while. Um, I was trying to give him value for his players. Like, I got Saquon from him, and that takes away from his competitive edge. Right. Um, and then I also got Dak. So, like, I I kind of gave him value in terms of young players, which I think he needed because his team was older. But you're right. It kind of pushed him to this middle ground. And I I know Keegan cares about this league, and I know he's – like, he watches it. Uh, but he, he doesn't – he's not as active as – I, no, I don't no. want to say Caden or myself because we're very active in it. But he's not as active as – I guess who's kind of in the middle of our league? Yash? Uh, Jason. Or, yeah, Yash is pretty active. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, Jason's yeah, a good example. Jason's a good example. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I... Machipu, look, they're both within one game of each other. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but... um... But anyway, yeah, so that's, that's, yeah, that's all I have on that matchup. It was, uh, like I said, a 62-point uh, resounding victory for Chris over Keaton. Guys, I have been waiting so long to talk about this matchup. This was, this was my – I might be a little biased, but it was my favorite matchup of the entire week. Uh, General Booty versus – I'm not going to say Easton's team's name. Uh, Jake, versus, <laughs> Jake versus Easton. The big dog Easton, which only a mere three weeks ago, number one in the entire league, uh, now, after this week, it dropped down to sixth place because Jake Thomas took him down 164 to 130. I was incredibly happy. I was riding <laughs> a high all <laughs> all weekend. Starting, I don't even know if I had a player play Thursday night, but I'm going to act like I started Thursday night all the way until Monday because I, I don't think he had anybody or he had one player playing uh, on Monday night, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be enough to be able to kind of push it over the edge. But for my team – I didn't really have anybody just go off or anything like that. Everybody just kind of played consistent football, which was very nice. Justin Fields, 21 points. Gabe Davis, 16 points. Manly needs three targets to, to be a solid fantasy option. Devontae Smith is still doing well for the, the Eagles, uh, 14 points. Saquon, I love you, Saquon. I wish I wouldn't have traded Yonder uh, Swift away so I could feel like I would be more competitive this year, but it's fine because I got you because I was trying to make the playoffs. But anyways, Saquon, 19 points. <laughs> J.K. JK was the biggest stinker. We talked about J.K. earlier and kind of what happened to him. Zach Ertz has been a very reliable tight end option for the league. I think if I was more of a competitive team that was trying to make the playoffs, because realistically I'm not trying to make the playoffs, but I kind of am. I'll I'll get into who I am at the second. I'm very indecisive. Uh, (laughs) I would try to potentially try to make a push for Ertz. He doesn't have the longevity value in terms of like a tight end for like a long-term period of time. But I think he'd be nice just to have an, an option that gets you around 10 points every week. Uh, Etienne's been taking the workload for Jacksonville. It's kind of, he's kind of starting to creep in, which is great. Trevor Lawrence decided to become a rushing quarterback with two rushing touchdowns, which helped push his value ahead for someone who only got 165 passing yards. Um, and then my defense uh, as a whole got about uh, 21 uh, – what is that? 30 – or 26, about 26 fantasy points. So that was fun to see. Um I made a trade for Kenneth Walker. I was really hoping to get Kenneth Walker just so I could beat Easton this week. Uh, it, I didn't get seven approvals. I got six, so I couldn't actually start him. And Brian got to start Kenneth Walker because he's a dirty dog. So I would have started Kenneth Walker <laughs> over J.K. Dobbins. It did help, didn't it? Yeah, uh, I would have loved to almost carried me to the win. It's so close, but that's what you get. I, you don't deserve that. But either way, I, I just wanted to put a beat down on Easton, and I was very grateful for it because you know what? What's going to happen? We're going to play again, and he's probably going to put one on me. So we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, as far <laughs> as Easton's team, Easton has a very good team. Easton has a good team. They just they just kind of underperformed this week, especially in terms of expectations and projected points. Um, Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, they've is the quarterback play was out of this world from both the, at the start of this year. They were just it was silly how many fantasy points they were scoring. Lamar's seriously lacking wide receiver options right now, and it's showing in their game. Uh, he's still got 19 points, so any other quarterback, you, you, you know, you'd still be happy with that. Jalen Hurts got 18 points. Uh, Debo Samuel, 14 points. Terry McLaurin, Nick Chubb, David Njoku, all scored in the single digits. So that's when you have a, I guess I'd say like three solid starters, all under vastly underperforming, and, and just it's, it's just it's hard to be competitive like that. So 
I think Easton just had a bad week. There'll be better weeks to come for Easton. He's kind of – is this three games in a row now, guys, that he's lost? Yes, which yeah. I will mention yeah. this now before <laughs> Logan loses the next ten games. We have – every person that has been on the podcast has yet to win a game after they've left the podcast. So there may be a podcast curse with Easton losing now three games Logan. and Kane losing one. So Did you see you're playing four. number two guy again, Logan? Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, one, yeah and we, we – and well, I guess I can go ahead and talk about it now. I have uh, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs on a bye this week. So it's, oh, uh, man. Yeah. So oh, it's kind of, that curse isn't looking good. Man, bye right. week season's rough. Bye week season's yeah. rough. So I have a question for you. How are you going to feel whenever your team goes like five and nine? I'm going to be pretty sad about it. Uh, all I can say is at least I, at least I won't be getting second. So that's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I that's hate to nice. break it to you. I don't think I've won a game since this pod started either. <laughs> I have, guys. No, wait, no, no, no. You won. You won the game. Me and you played against each other because I. Oh, that is that. that is true. Yeah, I had a guy that was injured, and I didn't know, freaking know it. And the game started before I got home. I was really angry about that. Uh, uh, I want to give you a couple uh, sayings that Yahoo gave me for uh, you this week. Um, General Booty hands Easton third consecutive <laughs> loss in 165 to 130 point landslide. Landslide. Also, um, if you scroll, if you scroll down, it says Easton is like tires on a high, highway full of nails. They just they've been blown out more times than General Booty. Oh, that is disgusting. It is a then metaphor. It says, hey, Easton, want to see stats that favor your team? We'll try winning for a change and see what numbers have to say next week. Man, hey, here's the deal, guys. I have been on this end, Easton's end, for three years in a row now. All right? I know everything y'all have to say. They are ruthless. Y'all hey, I'm so one in five. I can't talk crap, but if I am, it's the Easton. Hey, I'm only saying that because I want Easton to be back on the podcast at some point. I don't I want him to like us a little bit, but <laughs> it, it is hard. It, it is hard to lose, especially when you have a good team. Uh, at Easton's defense before, Brian, if you don't mind, after I finish this, will you go through just the overall rankings? Yeah. After Okay, awesome. To Easton's defense, uh, Damian Pierce not playing this week, especially Damian Fierce, as some people are calling him. I'm sure he probably would have subbed. Well, man, I don't know who he would sub him for. Maybe not. Either way, I think he probably would have subbed him in because me and uh, Easton were talking about Damian Pierce before I made that trade with you, Brian, for Kenneth Walker. Uh, he's very surprised, very happy with him, as he should be, especially for where he picked him up. I don't know if he drafted him or traded or what, but either way, I'm sure he's getting good value for him right now. Robert Woods is on a buy. I, I guess I didn't realize Robert Woods was healthy. I thought he was I thought he was injured, but either way, uh, he, had, he had a player on buy, so it could have been a little bit better for Easton. Um, things could have been a little bit closer, but it's it's fun to win, guys. It's fun to win. I'll probably also be in perpetual rebuild and be in the middle of the rest of my life because I can't just go full rebuild. I just it's too hard on my heart. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's tough. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go a little bit over the standings. Well, we have the Trout Man number one, Logan, and then we have Yash at number two, like we've mentioned a couple times. So um, both at five and one. Chris is also at five and one at number three. However, there is a hundred and fifty point difference between Chris and uh, Logan. 
And then you have a, a couple teams at four and two with Ricky at number four and then Keegan at number five. And then you have, uh, I don't want to say four teams at three and three with uh, Easton, Ryan, um, actually five. Uh, yeah, no, Easton, Ryan, um, you, Jake, and then Jason. And then there's a massive jump with, to me at number 10 at one and five, and then we have our two uh, defeated teams. Um, yeah, so biggest thing in this that I found very interesting because there is going to be a fight to the playoff because it looks like there's going to be nine teams that can potentially make it. I think with me, Caden, and uh, Ronaldo already being out of the playoffs, basically, there's still about nine teams that can make it. So, And I think there's obviously the top three that will. So I think the middle six teams, as of right now, will fight it out. But I think if I would have to place my bets, I would go Ricky Ryan and probably Easton. But I think Easton and Keegan will be a close matchup. Ryan, can you forgive me? Because I always ask you this. It's the top three, or it's the top score, or sorry, the best record in each pod. And then how, how do the last three get decided? So the best record in each pod, the top two records overall, beyond, if beyond the top. It'd be on the top three. Top three. And then the sixth one is the most points scored that wasn't in the top five. Okay, thank you. Which yet we have yet to use the point score because it's just happened to be where they were already in the uh, six spot it. anyways. Got it. I'm trying so to this, see if there's even a chance that I'll make it. I don't think there is, but that's okay. It's okay. I mean, the, honestly, your best chance is, I mean, you go, I don't know. I forget how many regular season games we have. I think 14. You go uh-huh. eight and six. I mean, it gives your, yourself a Pretty darn good chance. Oh, I need to get a good draft pack. Draft pack, draft pick, anyways, for next year, since I traded the ones to you that we'll talk about later. But I have good way. picks. I'll take that one too if you want. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan, you want Kyron Williams, right? Yes, I want Kyron Williams. I've, give I've, Cal- I think I've give me Calvin Ridley. Give me Calvin Ridley. <laughs> no. Why not? Because Calvin Ridley's worth more. No, he's not. He doesn't even know if he looks gonna play football. He'd rather bet. And he's I gonna be like twenty. Rather... He's gonna be like twenty-eight. Kyron Williams is a rookie. Why do you think I'm sitting here on the podcast? It's obviously <laughs> not because of my athletic ability. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That's all I wanted to say. All right. Do you wanna, do yeah. You wanna, yeah. Do the highest score. Yeah. So I uh, I was the. Highest score of the week with 166.78. Um, this, this one was a real nail biter, real nail biter, as uh, Jake ended with uh, 164.9 or something like that. Um, he so he was less than two points behind me, and he had uh, Brandon McManus, the Broncos kicker, playing on Monday Night Football, and basically for I mean he was sitting two points behind me for basically. The entire the fourth, fourth quarter. quarter. Yeah, the whole fourth quarter and all of overtime. And You, you texted and were like, oh, what, what, how did you word it exactly? You uh, just well, been like, like, you're out, like, Jake, you're two points away or something like that. I'm, you're nervously watching the game. I was like, you think I'm not paying attention to this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I, and I was, I was really, I was, I cared about it a lot because I, you know, I knew I was going to be on the pod 
And oh. I, I, uh, you know, I really, really, really wanted to have the highest score the week I was on the pod. <laughs> oh, I remember now. So they're, they're making their, they're making their drive to basically get down there. And if they kick a field goal, they win. And uh, I, I messaged you like, I've got a chance. You said, I'm way too nervous. I said, let's cook Russ. You heard like Broncos country. Let's ride immediately. Immediately Russ gets sacked from a guy just screaming up. The yes. It's like yeah. Russ, Russ, like Russ got cooked. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but anyway, so the uh, the lowest score this week then was Keegan, unfortunately, with only 85 points, um, which I, I don't think that's the lowest score of the year. I think I think Ron scored 78 or something like that earlier in the year. Um, it, was, it was pretty low. Yeah. So the uh, so now through week six, the uh, the highest score tally is uh, Ricky with uh, three highest scores, myself, Logan with two highest scores, and Easton with one highest score. Um, the lowest score tally is um, Ron with a uh, commanding lead of, of three lowest scores, and then a three-way tie with Brian, Jason, and Keegan all having one of the lowest scores. So I'm looking at it right here, beast mode. Has 78.92 points in week four, which is the lowest. And actually, Easton has the lowest of all time last year in the first week of the playoffs. But it's kind of a little neglected since it was in the consolation bracket at 71.3 points. Uh, yeah, it was consolation. So he might not have even he yeah, might not have checked his lineup. But I will say, uh, speaking of highest points, you, you do have the highest uh, point ever. In a single week, and it was against me, two hundred sixty-six mm-hmm. points back in week two of two years ago. Yeah, that is I, insane. I think I've that gotten is so a, insane. I think I've gotten the highest point total every year. I think I had I had that year, which was yeah, that was crazy. It's always because Aaron Jones goes off. Um, he's always part of it. Then last year, I don't know what the points were, but I, I had like a really high total last year one week, and then this week I had my two thirty-two or two thirty-three or whatever um, against Caden a few weeks ago. And, and that was he scored over 200 this week. <laughs> mine, mine are always isolated. It's always like, a, like I have one just like insane week. I, I, my team, my team's pretty volatile I, for whatever reason. It's, I blame Aaron Jones. He truly, he will every year he'll have like one game where he randomly gets four touchdowns or something. Yeah, I'm gonna write that quote down. My team is very volatile. Whenever we go through your team here in a minute. Okay. Yeah. I want to. I want to bring that back up. You might be right. You probably are. I mean, I'm not I, saying. I'm not saying they're not good. I mean, I, I am averaging the most points in the league this year. But they're. I would. I mean, they are. They're. They can be up and down. They can. I mean, you know, Aaron, like like I just said, Aaron Jones. He. I'll, I'll say that I think you're right. I think they have the greatest margin for points, but their floor is still relatively high compared to. Well, especially if you're talking to me. Oh the, no! The, no, team, no I, not... the, the team I've had. Like through no 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 like I'm not putting me down I'm just saying like I think you've got some like really really attractive good players on your team and they do have a very wide margin of points they can score but their floor is usually pretty steady at the same time so like your team still scores fairly well you're like you're still almost always like in the 150s but you're right to be day in day out top three or four you need to be hitting like 180 190 almost every week to give yourself a chance right yeah and it's I mean you know there's a reason I've gotten second place three three years in a row or all, all three years in the league. And that's, that's because every year we get to the championship and my, my team can't quite cut it. 
I love it. I just it's become it's become a part of my life now. I just yeah. expect to see you in the championship <laughs> game. Mm-hmm. Even last even last year, whenever it was like you and Yash, and Yash would just kept this like road to glory going. I knew there every part of me knew. I was like, if, when you looked at the matchup, you were outscoring him by like forty points for like projected points or something ludicrous mm-hmm. like that. And I was like, I can't take Yash out of this because of yeah. Logan's history, and also Yash is just like. He's Icarus right now. He hasn't flown too close to the sun yet. Will he this week? Is this going to be what melts the wax on his wings, or is he going to continue to fly? And he just flew. He continued. Well, see, to fly. you know, he he had the uh, the sun god Amon Ra on his team. That's true. That's, that's that, true. Who I protect, think about that. Who protected him. <laughs> awesome. Well, Logan, I thank you for making that the, probably the longest uh, matchup review that we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was worthwhile. Uh, I knew going into this, this was possibly going to be double any other. Yeah. Well, if you if you wanted to, so I I wasn't going to tell Logan. We didn't finish the first matchup until after thirty minutes into the podcast. But granted, we talked a little bit beforehand. You know, like I there, know. There's some introductions and stuff, but uh, either way, I'm all Logan, I'm. You know, I'm up here in Colorado Springs. I don't really know anyone here yet besides. Oh, Shelby, my fiance. My so break my heart now. So well, you know, I'm just I'm just in the mood to talk to people, you know. Well, that makes me happy. I'm glad we're yeah. able to do this, especially with me being on site all like all yeah. day and it being kind of up in the air. But speaking uh, of Shelby, I'm gonna skip a couple notes here. Oh, you're gonna ask that question about her? Yes. <laughs> what does your demon seeing fiance think about fantasy? <laughs> so all right, so <laughs> I wrote this question. If you if you can't tell, <laughs> so she uh, well, so t- I guess t- so to explain to the uh, the listeners at home, she uh, she informed me recently that uh, she and let me let me uh, let me pull it up the exact um, hey, exact tweet. Yeah, I'll pull up what I said. Yeah, because I don't remember. How are you going to find that so fast? Because you, t- which by the way, this is not. A, I just I just searched the color red. I searched the color red. Twitter account so oh yeah, much. your Twitter account blows me away because one, I didn't know a whole lot about you, anyways. Like realistically, going into this year, yeah, and your Twitter has just opened up so many doors and vibrant colors that I didn't know existed, like within <laughs> you. And I love it. It oh, is so nice. funny. Well, thank you. Um, so... Also, that you called me out the other day. Sorry, I'm getting. Oh also, yeah, you yeah. called me out for not liking your stuff. Yeah, you always. <laughs> yeah, you always will comment or reply. But not like, like, <laughs> like did you like my response time. back? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're just here for the, <laughs> just conversation. Here for the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, buddy. Um, Keep going. Yeah. So yeah. So so my fiance Shelby, she uh, 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 about a month ago, she told me that around the ages of eight to ten, she, she regularly would see a quote red gremlin-like creature in her backyard. <laughs> So, it's so terrifying. Yeah. Um, did she know what foxes look like? No, uh, yeah, she said it would just stand there, like it was like standing up, like straight, and it was just like it was like a couple feet tall, and it would just and she'd be oh like in the kitchen and be like, "Mom, do you see that?" And her mom would look and like mom, her yeah, not see it or whatever, and then <laughs> yeah, and then and then it would eventually like it would be gone. She would still see it. She would still see it. And her mom didn't see it. Yes, that's yeah, that's what she told me. Yeah. <laughs> Logan. That'll be okay. I know. It's, it's that was like one of the most insane things I've ever heard. I... <laughs> Listen, I'm a I'm a very religious person, and I'm not gonna lie to you. I believe 
Yeah, well, we're gonna get this is gonna get all over the place. Either way, I think that there is a very real possibility she is seeing some little demon boys. Yeah, uh, absolute crap. Out yeah, of that's the best explanation I can think of. So, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's not good. Oh, well, I don't know. Okay, Brian, you freaking know ass an absolute hammer right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why you just explained the story. What does she think about fantasy football? Sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. So, sorry about that. Um, the question. Yeah, so she, uh, <laughs> so she, I don't know. She, she. Well, so she's kind of gotten more into fantasy football this year. She, um, well, not not like my teams, but she did with her at her work. They had a they did an eighteen team league, um, which oh, is just ungodly. Um, yes. Just a stupid high number of teams. Um, but so at the very beginning of the year, she was kind of into it, but then her team was not doing very good. So she kind of is not like into it now, but she, um, more this year, but no, she gets very annoyed with me. Um, when I'll be, it's cause I don't, so I don't really sit there and talk trades that much. Like I know some people will like just go back and forth about it. I'll usually, I'll kind of think about trades. Usually when I offer a trade, it's, like, pretty close to fully fleshed out. Um, like, I, I wouldn't say, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, I don't, like, I, do, I don't really spend a lot of time on my phone, like, going back and forth with people about trades. Because um, usually, like, when I'll offer a trade, it'll usually be, like, kind of close to, like, the max I'd be willing to pay anyway um, for a player. So then, you know, there's not really a lot of point in going back and forth. But I do spend a lot of time sometimes like talking to Brian about rules for the league and, mm. you know, things we want to change and just the general like philosophy of the league. And so sometimes I'll spend like, like, and you know, I, I get like pretty, I think pretty deeply and like get pretty in depth about like, you know, things I'll say and like, I'll send pretty long messages about stuff like that. Cause it's something that I'm very passionate about. So mm. she will get very annoyed with me if we're like at the, grocery store or something and i'm just like on my phone <laughs> typing out a long message about some random fantasy football rule she's yeah. she's not a fan of that <laughs> yeah i could definitely see that one um we'll go back into yeah especially fantasy football in the dynasty later but do you want to explain a little bit how you got into fantasy football and when uh, that was sure so um i guess the first i may i may have some league before this but the first i really remember is i believe uh, as i was in seventh grade um it was 2008 and i the previous year was um when the patriots went undefeated until they lost to the giants in the super bowl and that was in 2007 um brian and i were into like what we were you know we were we weren't like patriots fans but we were like big fans what was going to happen with that um like you know we wanted them to go undefeated and everything and um so then the next year for and i think this was i made my first league i think it was i uh, i know i pretty early in the draft i took tom brady um at like a decent yeah like like i didn't i don't think i like overdrafted him you know i didn't take him like first overall or anything but uh, you, know, you, would, think, you would never make you would never make no mistake. no of course not no. um and uh but so I think yeah so I t- yeah so I took I had Tom Brady because I was like oh yeah he's you know he's so good he's you know he's the best quarterback ever everything, and I uh, and then literally week one he gets you know 
pile driven into the ground and his, you know, shoulder pops out and he's uh, out for the, the whole season or whatever, you know, I don't remember exactly the injury, something like that. And yeah. Matt and Matt Castle uh, played that entire 2008 season for the Patriots. And so basically that was my first season was I, my season got ruined in the very first game. Um, that was the year my dad actually, the first year my dad ever got the first overall pick. And their league is way different than ours. Like, it's essentially a touchdown-driven league. And he mm-hmm. drafted Tom Brady because that was, like, the leading score for, like, two or three years in a row. Yeah. Oh, and really? He wow. Was devast- he was devastated. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, wow. So that's, that's really funny. You guys have a connection yeah. there. Yeah, me and your dad should talk, yeah. Best friends you and Clint. Yeah. <laughs> Old Clint Thomas. Yeah, um, but yes. So that was uh, yeah. That was that was really when I first got into it. It's it's really grown a lot. Well, so all throughout middle school and high school, I would play it, but it was always just like I mean. So I was always in in the the precursor to our dynasty league, you know, that you guys talked about with uh, in that you guys started in Mr. Shaw's class or whatever. Um, and so I was in that league a lot, a lot most most years of it. And uh, but I would always. In in high school, it's like really, really hard to find like even ten guys who are willing to like Actually care committed. about yeah to fantasy football. I mean, first of all, you're I mean you're flat out not going to pay find ten guys to pay twenty dollars because you know have you know lots of people don't have jobs or whatever and and don't have money uh-huh. for that. But then even and then you know and then even if you do a free league, then you're not yeah you're not going to be able to get people to actually care about it. So I always had trouble with that. Like I always really wanted to be in like a good, like a league that everyone cared about. Um, and, but I, I, you know, I just never got to be, then I, I went to college and uh, I, uh, my, one of my sweet mates was Ryan Chapman, who is, who is in, you know, now, now a uh, famous, uh, famous uh, sports journalist in the state of Oklahoma. Um, but at that time he was a uh, low, lowly college freshman and uh he and i got to be friends and he invited me into his uh his fantasy league that he and his friends had and they were all like really passionate about it and so some of the guys in that were uh yosh um and and chris who are you know now both in this uh this dynasty league um so being in that league kind of showed me that you know just how how great it was to be in a league where everyone cared because that was and people don't actually the, the the fact that we've made this league has actually kind of um, it kind of cannibalized that league a little bit because of because of me Brian Yosh Ryan and Chris all being in this one basically that's like you know that's five twelfths of the league that cares yeah. more about a different league so it's kind of you know people don't just don't care about that one as much now um, which I I feel kind of bad about but. Um, but because that, that league does have a you know a special place in my heart because it was you know the the one that really um, was the first one that there were the league that I was in that people were actually passionate about. But um, you know then eventually we uh, we started this one and we can talk more about that uh, you know kind of the the form formulation the formation of this league um, if you guys want in a little bit. But yeah, that's that that's basically my my fantasy football uh, journey. Awesome. This so league. obviously this is your first dynasty league then. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, right, awesome. yes, yeah, we'll is, get yeah. into the formation a little bit later. So, as as being a, like a part of a fantasy league, especially the cultivation of it, like so early on, did you actually like ever have a, a favorite team or anything, or did you just kind of follow players? That's kind of where I found myself uh, in the NBA. Actually, yeah, I never really had a favorite team. I just followed Giannis essentially. Oh, really? Really? Oh, you're not a Thunder uh, fan? 
I I am now. I wasn't initially whenever we really first started playing uh, fantasy like uh, basketball. Mm-hmm. I just which I guess I I guess I was a fan. Like let's say it that way. Like I was like they're from Oklahoma, so obviously like I still like them. I wasn't super mm-hmm. bought into the NBA though at that period of, like in my life. And so whenever we did the, the uh, fantasy football or basketball league, I got really into players for the first time ever. Yeah, for, that's cool. For basketball, and it was awesome. It's like I, I think that's what I really appreciate about fantasy sports is it gives you a different outlook. You get more, uh, well, what do you, what do you want to call it? Um, you get greater visibility of a yeah. bunch of different players and teams that you normally wouldn't follow if you were just a fan of one team. So I really enjoy it. I, th- I think fantasy can be great for sports. It can also be really bad for sports, depending on if you're a, ter- a terrible person. But I, 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 I really enjoy fantasy sports. Yeah, I, Sorry, uh, I, 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 I stole that question from you. No, you're good. Us. Yeah, you're good. My uh, so ever since I was about ten, my uh, my favorite team has been the Eagles. I um. Oh, lucky you, huh? Yeah. So. Who, yep, I bet. Right. Ever since I, I was, how old are you? Twenty, twenty-seven. <laughs> no, so I Ever actually since I turned twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm tw- I'm twenty-six. Um, I uh, so yeah. Don't 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 call me that old. Um, He's I'm not that 26. old. Yeah, I'm only twenty-six. I'm, how old are you, Brian? I'm twenty-five. I'm twenty-four. Oh, okay. I well, I didn't realize. Okay, sorry, Logan. Go for it. Um. <laughs> um anyway, the. Uh, but yeah, so I I um I think it was from back in Madden Madden '06. I would play with the uh, the 1980 Eagles on there, which I could not tell you a single player on that team. <laughs> maybe maybe Randall Cunningham, he might have been on there, but I don't think so. I feel like they had a white quarterback, so I don't even know. I, I truly I don't know, but I would just play with them on there. I don't even know why. Um and and so then I kind of was just kind of decided at that time because I was about the age when you're like kind of deciding on teams getting into sports and stuff so i was just kind of like oh the eagles are my favorite team and uh and then you know it was cool when they won the super bowl uh, a few years ago that was that was a lot of fun then after they uh drafted jalen hurts and he started playing i pretty much said i was gonna give up on them because <laughs> i uh i had such i Little i mean face. you know yeah i mean jalen played for uh ou and i just did not think he was any good um, I mean, it was it was because we've been spoiled by Baker and Kyler before, um, for the you know for the previous four years. But I was just like, oh yeah, this guy he he sucks. He's not any good. There's no way he's going to do anything in the league. And you know, he's he's definitely proved me wrong. Um, I think he, he proved a lot of people wrong. But join the party, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I, uh, but yeah, so now I'm kind of I'm kind of back in on the Eagles a little bit. I'm still. I mean, I'm, I'm I was always still a fan. But I was just kind of like, you know, I, I just didn't expect them to – I wasn't paying too much attention to them because, you know, it's not like I followed all of their off-season acquisitions super closely or anything because I really did not expect them to actually be this good. Um, mm-hmm. My uh, my second team for the past few years has been the Bills um, just because – so I had – you know, I, I took Josh Allen in the startup draft. Um, that was after his rookie year when he was okay – he uh, he ran the ball a lot, but other than that, he he didn't do much. Um, and so I I just kind of took him because I was like, well, he's young, and I don't know. I think I kind of you know looked into it a little bit, and I, I thought he would be a good pick. Um, obviously, that's worked out really well. And when it really started working out well is when one of my other favorite players, um, so Josh Allen's probably my favorite player in football now or in the NFL, like at least uh, you know not not OU related, and. Um, 
I uh, and so in, in 2020, when Stephon Diggs um, got traded to from the Vikings to the Bills, um, you know, Stephon Diggs was already one of my favorite players. I did not get him in the startup draft, but I specifically made it. I and you know, we, I know we'll go through my trades here in a little bit, but um, one of my, I think either my first or second trade I made um, after the start of the league was to get Stephon Diggs from uh, our dearly departed Xander. Um, or I think Chris Carson and maybe someone else, but um, so I, I uh, that was one of my first th- my first teams. Or yeah, right, my, hindsight is nuts. I know. Back on things like that, right? Yeah. So my that was one of my first trades. I uh, and I, you know, I felt I felt so good. You know, I, I I liked it at the time, but now now it's just amazing. But so I I love Stephon Diggs. I love Josh Allen. They've both been on my team since the beginning. Three years ago, they joined forces in Buffalo. And, uh, you know, have obviously been just insane ever since that. Yeah. And, and so ever since then they, I've been, and then, <clears throat> and so I've, yeah, so I've been a Bills fan basically ever since not, not, you know, they're not my number one team, but I've been, I always root for them um, against pretty much any team, but, the, but the Eagles, you know, I'm always, always hoping, hoping they're going to do good. And especially, I think a big part of it is because Josh Allen, it was just like his rise was just so improbable. Like obviously he has the physical tools, but like, I mean, I – we talked about – Brian and I have talked about this a lot. Like, I – I before Josh Allen got drafted, I was – like, I, I I cannot find the text messages now, but I said to multiple people how – like, that I thought he was terrible and I thought any team who wasted a first-round pick on him was in – like, were, were morons. <laughs> and I just, like, I, I literally – like, I was – it was it was partially because Baker was being taken in that draft, so I was kind of uh-huh. you know a little biased toward him. And people were saying like Josh was gonna, Josh Allen was going to go above Baker, and that that made me mad. But it was also just because like I mean, if you watch like his tape from Wyoming, it was like he could not complete like a five yard pass, and like like he had all the arm strength in the world, but his accuracy was insane. And all you mm-hmm. ever heard from any NFL draft expert or any scout or anything was that you cannot coach accuracy. So. Um, but you know, he's proved that apparently you can't coach accuracy. So mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, it's, it's good for him, but yeah, to answer the question, my favorite teams are the Eagles and the Bills. So but to me, that just all just loud and clear, uh, Josh Allen is off the trade market unless you are going to severely overpay, which granted that should be the answer no matter what. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For you him, asked, any, for him anyways. Yeah. Trust me. I, I know. First yeah, I know you, yeah. You asked for him that one time and honestly, whatever I said then, I yeah I mean, it was it was probably pretty good I think I said like three uh, devs a lot it, it was like a lot. It, it was like three devs Justin Fields and Jondre Swift Jondre Swift yeah so it was yeah it was it was it was a good amount but I mean honestly I mean, I, worth, I, mean I you you said you sent it and I was like okay this is a lot but also at the end of the day I'm like I think this is fair I just can't make myself do it but that's it that's right. his rate you know what I mean Something yeah like that that's his rate. Yeah, and like people were talking about him, like he was the best, best player in fantasy before the year, and he he's really he's proven it so far this year. It's 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 crazy. So would you say the uh, when you acquired Stephon Diggs and Xander acquired Chris Carson, Matthew Stafford, and Malcolm Jenkins, was that your favorite trade you've ever made? I don't. Well, let me see. I went through and screenshotted all of my trades earlier today. Um, I've only made twelve of them, so it's not going to be hard um, to to go through them, but. Let's see. So that one, yes, that well, so okay. Actually, my first trade I made was another one I really liked, where basically I got CeeDee Lamb 
there are the rights to CD Lamb following the dev draft or during the dev draft, actually, our very first uh, inaugural dev draft um, for uh, my dad, Ron, for um, Sterling Shepard and the rights to LaVisca Chenault. Oh, um, gosh. Yeah, so I'm yeah, big fan of that one. Um, that was, of course, you know, so LaVisca Chenault was also in the dev draft. Um, he, uh, he looked good. He looked good. Yeah he, yeah, he looked good. He looked like he was kind of like a Debo Samuel type. Um, where he could, you know, he he could run the ball really well, and he could, and and he was obviously a great receiver. But then he just did he well. He went to the Jaguars, so it's not really his fault. But you know, just hasn't done anything since he got in the league. And then obviously, CD Lamb is looking like a a star. Um, I uh, let's see, I've had some. Uh, let's see, what, oh, I'm scrolling the wrong direction. Um, yeah, the Stephon Diggs. So yeah, Stephon Diggs was was great. Yeah, so it was not just Chris Carson. It was like Brian said, it was Chris Carson and Matthew Stafford, and then Malcolm Jenkins too, which that's kind of just a throw in. But oh, I can see that trade for yeah, sure. Yeah, so, so especially with the right. quarterbacks. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was yeah, so, we all knew how to value quarterbacks. Exactly. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I'm I'm curious. I mean, now, I would still do that trade today. Um, because like, like, are you saying at that point in time you would still do that trade today? Or yes. Like I, right now. I, right now, I'm saying. Well, okay, I'm saying. Well, obviously, right now. Obviously, obviously, right now. Okay, I'm saying. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. okay well, that was a bad question. Yeah. Bad question. No. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of saying it weird, but basically, I yeah, I, I now now that we're yeah, I would still have done that because that that was Matthew Stafford with the Lions, um, where his talent was being wasted, and yeah. so you know he wasn't. That was kind of just. Yeah, you know, I I don't think that was like a. Uh, he wasn't that good. I did like Chris Carson a lot at the time. Um, that's and he, he he did have a couple more decent seasons after that, but yeah, nothing like. I mean, Stephon Diggs, though, is you know obviously been, been the, amazing. The longevity of a receiver is just incredible. Right. Um. Let's see here. Um. Oh, here here's my okay. Well, I'll tell you all my least favorite trade I've ever done. This one. Oh, this one's so bad. I think about this one all the time. Um, <laughs> this. I mean, like seriously, I. Like I know this is my worst one. Um, so this was, this was following the 2020 draft. Um, well, I maybe mean, not following the draft, but shortly before the, uh, um, the shortly before the season started. So um, I guess 2019 is when Gardner Minshew came into the league. We all remember Minshew Mania. I love him. Um, yeah, I it was great. Him. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. So. Following that, that so before this year, I, I before 2020, I was seeing a lot of stuff from redraft analysts, not necessarily dynasty analysts, about how good, how they thought Minshew was going to be a really like sneaky, you know, good sleeper pickup at the quarterback position that year. So I traded away um, the player I had taken at number 12 overall in the 2020 draft, T. Higgins. Oh along with Nikhil Harry, who he hasn't done anything, um, for Gardner Minshew, um, which was – it looked good for a couple weeks because Gardner Minshew started mm-hmm. that season off really well, and then it just – ever since then, it is – he became who he is. Right. So, yeah, that, that was uh, – yeah, that was not a great one. Um, if that's your worst trade, you need to give more – you need to make more trades. You need to make more mistakes. <laughs> you, need, you need to grow I... up, Logan, and make more mistakes. I'm I'm a very careful trader. I mean, that's why I only I've only made twelve trades. I, I yeah. average. I mean, I I, I I haven't made one this year, 
I don't think so. Well, that's, that's probably basically... why you get second place and I get last place. So yeah. there's <laughs> probably a difference between the two of us. Yeah. So I, I yeah, I don't make a ton, but I, I really try to be, I try to be careful. I, I, Logan, well, I think I made, I think I made 12 trades before the year even started. If you right. I, I think so. Yeah. I, um, was I, it I just mean, you I, and Caden? No, you know, it wasn't. I said, yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> me, me and Caden, me and Ron, me and you, me and Caden, me and you, Keegan, Caden, Ron, yeah. Jason, Caden, Caden, <laughs> Ryan, Caden, Easton. Okay, I've made more than that. So, yeah, I've quite a bit. Um, but, but, yeah, so I uh, I don't know. I, I, I usually – my team has been so good for the, um, you know, basically the, the entire time. I don't keep getting second. And so I just haven't had a need to make any massive splash trades. No, you're on or, top. There's no, there's no reason to. So I, yeah. So I mostly try to improve my team around the kind of around the edges. I try like on, you know, on, on the, the peripheral, I try to get better. Um, but cause, cause you know, the margins are smaller once you, when you're, when you're doing good, you, cause you, you don't want to risk making some big trade that really hurts you. Um, yeah. I did make some big one. I did make one big one last year. Um, that I'll, I'll get into in a second. Um, but I, here, here's one one set of trades I really like. So Brian, I so it's like I picked up Mo Alley Cox. This was I think two years ago. Yeah, 2020. I picked up Mo Alley Cox off the uh, the the waiver wire, um, and then like somehow immediately traded him to Brian. I don't know why Brian didn't just pick him up off the waiver wire. I you outbid me. Oh, did I? Okay, yeah. So and then and then I traded him to Brian for Alexander Madison, who is. Uh, Dalvin Cook's handcuffed and still is, um, and you know. So as I discussed, I like handcuffs a lot. I then oh, I mean, kind of your fiance. No. Oh, sh- <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, I'll uh, yeah, I'll move along. Um, <laughs> um, wow. So I uh, then immediately, or like within a week, I think, traded Alexander Madison. I, I basically talked. My dad had. Uh, had Dalvin Cook, I basically immediately talked him into the fact that he needed Alexander Madison um, as Dalvin Cook's uh, handcuff, and I got uh, his 2021 developmental pick in return Man, for just Alexander are you Madison. Freaking kidding me! Yeah, so I traded Mo Ali Cox, who I had just picked up, basically for a developmental pick. That makes my stomach hurt. Yeah, it was that. That's that's yeah. I really like. I really like those too. Um, oh, here's another good one. I uh, this and this one has not yet panned out, but it it will. I think. Um, so I, uh, I I acquired Tony Pollard from Ryan for uh, Lamichael P Ryan. So Lamichael P Ryan. I don't even know if he's in the league right now. He's uh, but he's Samaj P Ryan's cousin. And so basically, I talked Ryan into giving me him by basically talking up the fact that he was Samaj P. Ryan's cousin. Um, I, that's how I got Tony Pollard. And so, I, uh, and, and which at the, which, as I said, I really like handcuffs. So that one was really, you know, I have Zeke, so I really wanted his handcuff. Um, and I, so I, I made that one, which I, I think that that's going to end up being really good. Cause I think the Cowboys are probably going to cut Zeke after this season and that Tony Pollard is going to be their starter going forward, or at least for a couple of years. So I think that's going to end up, you know, that, that that's going to be that one's going to be have been a while in the making, but that's another really good one. Um, let's see, there's kind of some 
Get some nothing trades in here. Um, oh, this one's interesting. Caden, I, uh, I, I traded Caden Deami Brown and $12 for Cortland Sutton. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's it's, it's, yeah. I don't I don't really know how I did that one. Um, then uh, I uh, see. So I got. Um, or let's see. Here, here. So then here's the buy for. Well, so a couple of big ones I did last year with with my dad. Um, so with Brian, Brian and I's dad, Ron. Um, so I traded. All right. So I got this. I got Tyree Kill and Rashad Penny for DJ Moore and Chase Edmonds. Um, and that was basically. I, I remember seeing that one go through, and I was like, "That's all for DJ Moore." <laughs> I basically, 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 Ron finally figured out that at last year that he needed to tank, and uh, uh-huh. me and Brian, me and Brian, kind of took advantage of it. Yeah, you by... did. Because I, I, I wasn't even there, like in terms of being available to like trade that day. I was. So oh, really? When I saw everything go through, I was like, "No." Yeah, it was it was crazy. That yeah. So there. So that was my first one, and then my second one, I uh, I traded back Rashad Penny to him. I gave up the rights to George Pickens, which now I'm kind of wishing I still had him. Um, I gave up my 2022 first rounder and Teddy Bridgewater for Tom Brady and Mark Andrews, which oh, they that's huge. That's yeah, huge. It, was, it was a big trade. I don't even still now. I still think this one's good for me just because of how great Mark Andrews is doing. Um, well, it's not but, that crazy. It's just. Win. No, it's not a crazy no, one at all. That's fine. Yeah, I mean George Pickens and the twenty twenty two first. That's that's a lot. Um, and I don't I don't know when it ended up happening to that twenty twenty two first. Uh, I don't know who I don't know if he's ended up having that. I don't have. I, I think I have it up. I think I have the rookie draft up. Brian, you might be able to get it to it faster than me. Yeah, we're uh, I think it's number what what uh what number would that have been? Would that have been eleven? Did that get traded to Jake? <laughs> There's no telling who I picked it. I don't know. Jalen Tolbert. Yeah, it's Jalen. Yeah, so I guess that's not. Yeah, so I guess that didn't pan out. Well, at least we not can, so far. We can get into picks later whenever we discuss yeah. me and Brian's trade. Uh, yeah. Feeling I'll, I'll get on my high horse about picks here in a little bit. Oh yeah, but anyway, so yeah, that one was that one was a great one. Um, oh, I then, uh, I then apparently, so you know, I there I talked about that Deami Brown Cortland Sutton trade earlier. Then apparently, I guess he must have dropped Yami Brown or something because I must have picked him back up because um, later that same season, I then traded Caden Yami Brown again for <laughs> Matt Ryan. <laughs> they just keep coming back, baby. Yeah. I, it's, it's like, a, I, yeah. Deami Brown is my my worm on the line, and Caden is a fish that I just keeps <laughs> keeps uh, keep keep pulling him with Deami Brown. <laughs> um, again, you I'm do sure know he's on the waiver rider right now, right? Is he? Oh man, Caden, <laughs> I got a deal for you. Oh, Caden, <laughs> dude, actually, no, we're we're at 106 minutes in. I don't know if Caden uh, will ever hear this. Please, uh, maybe, yeah. please pick him up if you have the room. Please pick him up and try to make a trade with Caden. I might. I, re- I might. Because <laughs> if you could do that, that would be so funny. Oh, even if it's for like nothing, even if it's like you can get like five dollars for him or something. That would literally. <laughs> Kate, you should know. You should know as good as I do. Caden has no money in this league. That's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. the next four years. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Um, 
Okay, yeah, and that's pretty much it. I haven't done a trade this year, so but yeah, so I've got, I've had some good ones, some bad ones. I don't have one that really really stands out among the rest, but just some just some some fun ones overall. So I want to ask you a couple questions. What is your top five interests in life? I because I, uh, I, I heard yeah a little comment I, about this in the message or group message we have, and so I just wanted to see if you had an idea. Oh, I don't, I uh, probably let's see my top five interests. I so yeah, so I mentioned that this this dynasty league is probably in my top five interests. <laughs> as uh, you know, it's I mean it's it's at least it's it's definitely up there. I mean I, you know, but I don't know. I love I love hiking. I love. Uh, um shelby i love uh i don't know my dog sprout um i'm having trouble uh, let's see <laughs> I'm, I'm truly like <laughs> fantasy football fantasy i mean i mean in order right dynasty shelby sprout yeah, no, and hiking. Don't forget hiking. And hiking. Um, oh, yeah, so, yeah, but so hiking, Shelby Sprout. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, no, I, I mean, on it, well, it's honestly, if I took people out of it and it was literally just like, yeah, just stuff I care about, it's literally, it's probably like hiking OU football, uh, dynasty, this, this dynasty league. I mean, I truly, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know about you guys. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very, very high up my, my, I mean, list of, what do you Priorities. mean you don't know about us? We literally, we literally have a podcast. Before. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, you know, I don't know. You guys are asking me. I don't know. You I think you know me. for a fact. I mean, it's, being, it's, being, it's being asked in such a way that would imply that it's crazy for it to be in my top five. But No, I just okay. wanted to show fair the enough, commitment to this league. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's truly, like, I, yeah, it really, it's, and I'm very, very, very yeah, passionate about it. I mean, you we're sitting sure here almost up. at a two-hour podcast on a random Tuesday night. Right, and and like, team. and no one's gonna, and like, no, barely anyone's gonna listen to this. There may be no, no one. We have about well, three hundred listeners each week. You do uh, not. Brian's really happy. <laughs> that. We're, we're averaging about ten. We're averaging 10, about yeah. ten. Well, yeah. Does, does it say? Seems like majority because I haven't listened to it the last three weeks. So like the majority of the league uh, listening to it. So does that mean? Does that mean that? Uh, does that does that mean that they all listen to it all the way through, or does it? Do you know no. that? No, it does not show me the statistics for that yet. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so... I do know I do know that once we unlock fifty listeners, so not just listens, fifty listeners, mm-hmm. we can start getting ads, which I that probably means like we'll get a cent maybe every episode. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's that's more than we had before. Yeah, I'm re- I'm I'm so ready for Jake to do the blue chew chew read. That's gonna be fun. Or the, <laughs> I, just uh, wanna, I don't know. I wanna get manscaped so bad. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, you can do Manscaped, and the uh, the promo code can be like Brian or something like that. Yeah, you know, Brian's the classic. Bald. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Sorry, yeah, anyways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's That's change the subject. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, yeah, Brian, so, yeah. Brian, Brian, nothing. There's nothing. We're not talking yeah. nothing. <laughs> Brian, go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Brian's got to talk about him because his boss. But anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah, it just shows like the fact, like, I know no one's gonna listen to this. I just like like talking about the league, and I don't really, I honestly like don't feel like I get enough chances to, like, especially like in depth like this. Because I mean, considering, I mean, no, you know, obviously no one that I know, besides no one I know that's not in the league would like to hear about the league. 
um, unless, you know, unless, unless we are able to, you know, get this podcast going or whatever. Um, but you know, just, just my random other friends or whatever, don't care about it. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's really nice to, to, you know, talk about it. Uh, it's so links. In, in that case, Brian, can we call an audible? Is it okay if we have Logan on again? Like I'm talking very soon. And some of these questions that we have versus like rule changes and potential things to discuss in the league. Can we add those to like a next podcast? That way we can still do the deep dive on his team this week. And yeah, then we or... can then, then we can have a conversation, you know, in the future. That way it's we're not trying to bring a new material and we still have a full episode that like because potentially someone's not gonna listen to three hours of us. Yeah, I mean we could do the we I mean we could basically end it here if you guys wanted to and, and uh I well I can answer the about my team name. Um and then I mean we could we could we could save my entire team deep dive until the next i mean because how far are we in almost two hours yeah well, i think that would probably be good we can do that we can honestly do it next week if you want to and then maybe yeah, we I just like do these do small these small questions at the very end and then maybe we do a deep dive on your team and then my team also maybe well i don't I like, yeah we may well we may run out of time even for that yeah yeah but i can have this one can, but yeah we can we can, we can play it by ear during that time uh, but I, I like I like that. That way, it keeps okay. us getting back together and having you know these conversations. Yeah. I'd like to stencil Chris in at some point. Yes, uh, but yeah, between then, point. but I think next week, if you're available, uh, I think that'd be fun to do the okay. either some of these questions. Cause I, I do I do like these the fun questions that we have. I think I think yeah. all the questions that you've answered have been very thoughtful, very thought out, and they're like I've really enjoyed this. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know if I still as as we like mentioned earlier. We don't have. We don't think everyone's gonna like really listen to like all of these. But I'd still like for people who do listen to them not to get bogged down on like a four yes. hour long podcast. No, I yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, especially like, I mean, lots of people listen to multiple podcasts, you know. So it's hard. Yeah. To, it's hard to spend four hours on a single one yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I, I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind two hours because it's just, I'll like I'll put it because I, I listen to the podcast after it's done. Uh, mm-hmm. Not now. Granted, I don't listen to. I go ahead and upload it. And then I listen to it for the one time in full after it's already been published. So I really roll the dice to see how it's going to sound. <laughs> uh, just FYI. Yeah. I do a little bit of editing at the end, and I'll publish it that night and see, see how it goes. But they've all sounded great hours. so far. Oh, thank you. Well, I, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. It's just been yeah. kind of fun to discover. Because me and Brian have tinkered with uh, how we um, throw things to each other, uh, trend, like different transitions. Uh, how we both kind of sound throughout it and our own like our own voices i guess so it's been kind of fun to work through this i found out i'm doing better from the first episode to now things that i add in between phrases transitions that i make i'm trying to get those out of my vocabulary mm-hmm. so i stop saying the same things over and over again because now yeah. when i listen back to them I'm like oh that really sucked oh, I, yeah. yeah like i like i'm not made to do this like something i found out i was saying which if you go back and listen to the podcast, you'll see, you'll hear it more often. I'll say I'm interested in, I'll say that a lot as <laughs> like, a, like as a segue into another conversation. And that is yeah. really awful because obviously I'm interested in it. I'm talking about it. <laughs> it doesn't even be yeah. yeah. I've never, I've never, I've never, I've never noticed that, but, uh, but that is, that's oh, you will funny. now. It's my question. Yeah, I, pro- uh, I probably will. Yeah. Brian, you know what I'm interested in? Yeah, there we go. I'm go. interested in your name, Logan. Mm-hmm. Out, man. So I have, yeah, so, yeah, so basically that's uh, in, I believe, 2020. 
I uh, like I said, I'm just trying to. I was trying to improve improve my team, kind of around around the edges in the margins, <laughs> and uh, yeah. And so I was kind of like, okay, you know what? You know, I'm I'm always trying to think of new. You know, what what new strategy can I use that other people aren't using? So I started thinking. And at the time, we only had two rookie um, draft rounds. So there was a greater – and we only had uh, – I don't remember what exactly the – I think we had 22 players on our teams, which we're now up to 30. Is that right, Brian? 28 plus two, so correct. Yeah, so – okay, yeah. Um, so I think we only yeah, we only had about 22 at the time. Brian, 28 plus two IR. Don't make people think you're doing yeah. dumb math. No. <laughs> this is the podcast. 28 plus 2. My name is Brian. I'm an engineer. And it's yeah. <laughs> we have uh, yeah, we we have 3 we have 3 times 10 uh <laughs> roster spots. Um, we have 5 times 6 anyway. actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Brian. Uh, <laughs> that's my boy Brian. Yeah, that's boy. Why, actually yeah, 5 times 5 plus 5. That's uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's why uh, Brian. You're too, that's, you're like a rain man. Yeah, that's that's what a engineering degree gets you. Um, so anyway, yeah, he's so we, he's no national merit, but he's up there. All yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I was actually getting to this is yeah this is so off topic, but I was I, I was getting in Brian uh, in our our family group chat with uh, me, Brian, Ron, and Easton. I uh, they, we were, we were talking ACT questions a little bit today, and I got to use my my expertise a little bit. So that was fun. <laughs> it's, been, it's been it's been a long time since I got to talk about it. <laughs> so uh, it feels good. It yeah, feel yeah, good. it feels great. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's one of that's uh maybe that's my number four interest is uh ACT. ACT. <laughs> yeah, currently. currently, yeah, currently, yeah, as a twenty six year old. <laughs> no, it uh, no, it was it was it was uh, you know I just I, I hadn't thought about the ACT in a while. The the you know the stra- you know the strategy of of tests like that is uh, is kind of interesting. So. It was uh, it was nice to think about, but anyways, I uh, so a couple of years ago we had much smaller rosters. Um, we had uh, and 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 a, a smaller rookie draft, so we um, there were a lot more players out there, and I kind of um, I basically I started thinking like okay, I had I don't even know who my starting tight end at the time was. It was yeah, this was obviously this is over a year before I got Mark Andrews. So it was someone who was just like I mean, some someone got awful. I don't I don't know who it was, but I um, it might have been Gesicki, actually. So not god awful, but not great. Um, at, well, at the time, Gesicki was nothing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but so I basically I just started thinking, okay, what? I was like, well, tight ends take a while to develop. So maybe I can find a tight end that was drafted this year who could potentially turn into something in a couple years. So I started looking and I, so I wanted to find a tight end that was drafted within the first few rounds. So, you know, reasonably high draft capital, um, someone who had good college tape, um, you know, of them not just blocking obviously, but, you know, catching the ball and, uh, you know, good, you know, good, you know, the, the things you want that score points in fantasy. Um, and on a team that had uh, historically used tight ends a decent amount. Um, so I ended up finding, uh, Adam Troutman who fit all three of those. He played for the university of Dayton, which is an FCS school. Um, excuse me. And he was, uh, he was very, he was, he was really good for them. Um, he was, uh, taken in, I believe the third pick of the draft or the third round of the draft. 
and he was taken by the Saints, who um, obviously had Jimmy Graham for, you know, 10 years or whatever, who, you know, scored a ton of fantasy points for them, mm-hmm. for, well, for us on their team. Um, and so I, you know, kind of, um, he met all those three criteria. So I, I was like, okay, I got to get this guy. I picked him up off the, off the waiver wires. Um, I, and I basically held him ever since there've been a couple times I've dropped him, um, briefly only to pick him back up again, just cause, uh, and basically only because I was like, I really needed a player for that week or something like that. Um, and I, you know, I couldn't bear to part with anyone else, but he's, he's been on my team, my team ever since pretty much, um, Eventually, I you know I so I, I have all this time now invested in him. I uh, and I, I I'm just I'm still I'm still kind of hopeful. You know the so Sean Payton's not with the Saints anymore, so that definitely I don't just they they kind of have a different uh, tight end philosophy I think there than they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know Drew Brees isn't there anymore either, so that 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 kind of makes it a little more difficult. But I am still holding on to him, holding out hope. He uh, he had a 33 yard touchdown a couple or I think it was last week. Um, or I guess it would be week before last now. And uh, so, I, you know, he is he's still hanging around there. Um, but I basically – I made my team name, I think, last year, uh, the Trout Man. I, I, before it was uh, Fish McWilliams, which was um, coming from the same source as uh, as Jake's team name, General Booty, which you it need was, to change. Yeah, no, it was coming... no, 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 no. You, you saw why I didn't change it, right? No, no, no. I was going to say you need to change yours – to General Booty, spelled B-O-U-T-T-E. Now that oh, you have... that's genius. Yeah. That's genius. I agree, <laughs> that I agree genius. with that. Okay, sorry. Carry on. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> love um, Man, you're, you're a smart fellow. National uh, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> National Mary right there. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, uh, so I made it, so I, I spelled it, you know, trout with the way the fish is spelled. And so, so previous, so this league is, um, has a very very vague fish theme to it. Um, Brian's team name has always been bass fishing because of the uh, the fact that we ha- our trophy that we bought just kind of as a joke when we first started the league is shaped like a fish. Um, Wait, you guys bought that trophy for this league? I thought yeah. that was some random fishing trophy Brian no. when he was younger. No, no, oh, literally, that's even better. <laughs> no, literally, yeah, literally after started the league, I was like, well, so. And next week we can get more into the our philosophy behind like when we started the league and like things we wanted. But one of the things it was like, okay, I wanted to have a trophy because I wanted this, you know, to yeah. have people to have something yeah, physical. Something. Right. So so we basically I mean basically I bought this this fish trophy for twenty dollars. I didn't even make I didn't even charge the rest of the league for it, you know. I didn't I didn't charge you know, throw in you know, didn't charge an extra two dollars for dues or whatever. Cause I was just like I just want I was like because it was so important. I just wanted to have this this trophy. But yeah. So. I love it. I love I love that there's a, a trophy that is handed down, even though Caden never yeah. picked it up. That one I know. Caden well, didn't pick he, it up for a solid hour. Yeah, yeah. We let him hold it for for until Yosh got there at uh Guys, that, that, mean, I, that meant the world to him. I guarantee it did. Oh, I bet it did. Yeah, I bet he loved it. Um, but yeah, we're, I know we loved it. Just just seeing him have it was great. Um, uh-huh. But <laughs> anyway, so I uh, so vaguely fish themed. So previous to the, to this name, I was my name was Fish McWilliams, which uh, was the um, it was it was one of the 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 funny uh, college player names. I think he played for UAB. I think he's still in college, actually. Um, I believe I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure about that, but yeah, so I I was thinking so. So I, um, which I, I kind of chose that both because of the fish, but then also because I just think 
Mick Williams is a funny name. Like, yes, it's a weird name to have. It's a weird name to have Mick before, <laughs> like Williams. You know, like McDonald uh-huh. is normal, but Mick Williams is fun. Anyway, but so the, uh, um, so I I chose you know so I, I had had Adam Troutman and I I put so much time into him. He was such an integral part of my team, despite I think he may have started him one time ever. Um, and uh, I so I eventually changed my my team name to the Trout Man to uh, you know keep with the fish theme. Um, and, you know it was just perfect. You know considering how much I love uh, Adam Trin. Um I don't know if you guys had really noticed my so my uh, the picture that I yeah, had on there for a long time. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a. It was. I actually found it was kind of a creepy looking fish. Um, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah so, I just saw that you changed that today. Right. Like too. So it was a. Uh, um, so it was just. A, it was a, from a Tennessee license plate I saw. So basically, I saw this license plate in real life. Um, it's it's a Tennessee license plate that has that like creepy looking fish on it, and I like looked right. and I and I looked it up um after and like you know got got like a higher resolution image of it um that then i used for a long time and but now i suddenly realized uh like yesterday that and then i changed it today that i because i realized i was like oh i have a picture of myself holding a trout so (laughs) so like the hands of god are holding this fish (laughs) right yeah exactly yeah so i uh um, yeah, so I had to uh, I, had, I had to throw that in there. It's a very small fish, so I had to really zoom in on the on my hands um, so you can actually see what was happening in the picture. But, um, it looks like a sardine, like a really big. Sardine. Yeah, no, I know it's yeah, it's bad, but it is a trout. It is a it is a brook trout, I believe, that I caught uh, a couple months ago in, in Colorado. So that was uh, yeah. So so uh, I've uh, Colorado boy. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. So that's my. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm the oh, trout man with that trout. I love this. Is I'm I'm done with the podcast now. To be honest, um, I'm just gonna talk to you. How uh, how how is Colorado? Actually, no. Before we do that, because here, hold on. We got one more thing, the, and then we got trade, end it. right? My, my well, not even that. We'll do. We can do that next week since we'll hopefully we have more trades. My AirPods okay. are gonna die. But I have one more trivia for you. Okay. I love it. Who ran the slowest forty yard dash ever? At the NFL Combine. Tom Brady. Um, Davis Winston. I don't know. Is it Adam Troutman? That'd be funny. Johnny Troutman. What? Who is that? Johnny? Who's that? How do you... Johnny Troutman. I thought you were talking about Johnny Manziel for a minute. Oh, he's got two ends. Oh, no, look how different. thick his neck is. That's why he was so slow, that wind resistance. You Wait. see that sucker? How's his name spelled? I'm not finding it. Okay. Dude, that is a thick boy. That neck is wild. 5.76 40-yard dash. What do you think you'd run right now, Brian? At least 5.75. <laughs> I think we should time that. I think, should, I think yeah, have, have have Mariah time you on it, and let's see. Like she, uh, she clocked me at three point one. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. That's that's, that's honestly kind of crazy. Like five point seven six. Like you would think that there'd be someone who 
like that's that's slow but that's not like you know it's not like it's, it's not like work. if you pulled if you pulled like a random person off the street like they you know like there's a chance they might not run that fast like they're you know i mean that's like well they're, they're also not pulling randos off the street this no i know i know but i'm but i'm saying <laughs> but i'm saying they're, they're it's surprising that there hasn't been just like one player ever that ran just like you know some like i don't know player that was six eight and 500 pounds that ran you know a 6.5 40 or something that just well, someone... <laughs> well yeah but uh, you know the the yeah like I'm, I'm surprised there's not someone who just like had some insanely slow 40 time brad do you know how long ago this was this 40 time uh yeah 2012 yeah. did you say that and i missed it no i just i just read but i will say one last fact and then you can close this out jake he did okay. not commit a single penalty in his entire college career. Are you serious? Oh, college. Pretty, I thought you were going to say NFL. Either way, pretty, either way, yeah, great. Pretty impressive. That's crazy. He, actually, he got drafted after. That's how good he must have been. You know, he's so unathletic, but, I mean, he's, he, he must have I'm been. I'm looking at uh, pictures of this guy. He's pretty big. Yeah. He's he, he's a pretty stout fella. So, I mean, I, I could see why. DL mm-hmm. on, on the defensive line. Well, I'll go ahead and close it out, and then I'll cancel. I'll, like, finish the podcast and continue to talk to Logan for a second longer. Um, Everybody, thank you so much for listening. I think that from what we've discussed and what we had left on our show sheet, uh, we'll have Logan on multiple times throughout the season. We'll we'll kind of keep this going forward. Uh, We didn't have time for Fantasy Time Machine or the Trade Talk or some other stuff, but I I still really enjoyed this podcast. It was fun just to talk to someone who is very passionate about this league. Uh, top five interest in his entire life. To me, it sounds like it's top three. I don't know why he went all the way to five. It's definitely top three. <laughs> but uh, both both of you, I, <laughs> I think it is top one. But both of you, I appreciate your patience with me and just being able to do this late. So thank you for waiting and hopping on. I really enjoy this. I'm grateful that, uh, one, Logan, that you are listening throughout this period of time. Thank you for uh, your kind words. Thank you for hopping on and taking your time. And just both of you guys, thank you for being the co-host of this league. I, I also really enjoy it. This is a lot of fun. Hey, if yeah. anyone is listening to the podcast right now, I will trade you $1 FAB for free. <laughs> I'm going to listen to this podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm about to listen to it and get that dollar. Give me Denzel Mims back so I can trade you for the dollar. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I'll so trade you. Hear, I'll, hit me up. I'll give you a dollar. Oh, okay, Jake. We should uh, we should trade Yami Brown and Denzel Mims just back and forth over and over again. I'm fine can, doing that. Can we get jealous until, until <laughs> someone finally declines it? Like, yeah, people finally veto it. Yeah, <laughs> I will veto it. Well, he's he's not mine anymore. It's Brian's. He's Brian's. Oh, that's right. That's now. right. All right, me and Brian. Uh, okay, I was okay. able to get rid of him. That's right. All right, Logan. Any closing remarks until I'm sure next week or Brian? Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I'll, I know, yeah, I know I'll be back. So you know, it's not forever. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for <laughs> thank you guys for having me on. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. I've been been looking forward to it, and uh, you know, I'm I'm uh, glad we got to talk. But uh, and I look forward to uh, talking more about the league in the future. Yep, uh, I awesome. look forward to it. So thanks, uh, thanks for everyone that's listening, our hundreds of listeners. Have a great night. Yep. Everybody stay safe. Take care. Thank you for listening. See you later.